ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Uh, yeah, it is episode forty three of the Spanish Announce Table. I am Captain Awesome, your esteemed co-host, my other co-host. Who's the, not esteemed. The co to that co-host situation. Yes. Is? T-Mac. <laughs> so excited he is. You know. Well, you know. It's, uh, it's been an I interesting week I took a beating. I took a beating. Okay, so typically I don't read these tweet the tables. Mm. Took a beating this week. Yeah. Well, did you? Yes. My feelings are hurt. Well, you know, hey. They're not. Yeah. They're really not. But I'm going to say they are. Did you? I don't recall you being beat up that bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll figure that out when we get to it. Um, We are a professional (laughs) wrestling show for anybody that hasn't heard us before. Yes, we are. And we talk about uh, mainly WWE, TNA, and some side things here and there. We'll talk a little uh, GFW, some NXT, some ROH if it comes across. Oh, the ROH show. Mm Mm-hmm. I have watched bits and pieces because of my scheduling, but what I have caught, I like. Yeah. Uh, they're bringing a tag team that you used to really love. Oh. Touring of Honor. Who's that? Bad Influence. Are they really? Yes. Man, I might start watching ROH. Yes. Wow. So there you go. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, We are going to go a little off format for this first segment. We usually kick it off with news, and what we like to do is... Uh, we do a little headline, a little funny headline. T-Mac tries to guess what I'm talking about. But we all know what we're talking about this week because of the big story of... It's kind of the only story as I was going through the news. Like, there really wasn't much that had a whole lot. And rather than just fill it, you know, because the other, the main story is probably one of the biggest stories, if not the biggest story we've covered since we started this show. Mm -hmm. So, WWE gets its new TV deal. Yes, they do. You correctly predicted they would stick with NBC Universal. And here's the only reason why I thought that. It's not a oh my god, great call like right. I usually yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not one of those great calls I usually have. Yeah. It wasn't like you were like, I predict. Right. Yeah, it yeah. was just here here's the thing. And this is from a sports perspective, and specifically for me, MMA perspective. When UFC became Hugely popular. It was on Spike TV. Right. Right? Yes. So they created a branding kind of peanut butter and jelly, right? If you're going to watch the UFC, you watch it on Spike. And I felt like traditionally with the entire history, really, of the WWE, it's been NBC. Saturday Night Main Event was on NBC. Mm -hmm. Monday Night Raw, even though that brief time period they were on Spike. It's USA. It was USA. And that felt even like... When they decided, they were like, well, we're going back to USA Network, I was like, that feels right. It feels right. And so I thought with kind of the changing climate that they're going through of, hey, we're going to start our own network. Well, you don't want to say, 
hey, brand new partner, I really am sold to the idea of working with you. Mm-hmm. By the way, I really want them to buy my shit. Yeah. But do you want to pay me? Right. Exactly. You, yeah. 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 And so let's now. So that's why I thought I thought the history and the the familiarity between NBC's executives and Vince and their executives kind of just fits. Makes sense. Yeah. It just was like, well, we kind of process eliminated. Right. We like, well, Fox isn't going to take them. They got yeah. UFC. Yeah. Uh, ABC's, ABC's too not, family. It's, it's owned by Disney. Way too Disney. They're yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. CBS is Viacom is also Spike TV. So right. they're they, not going to Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. And exactly. They didn't end on great terms. So mm-hmm. now that in and of itself is not necessarily huge news. Right. The huge news coming in is that they so they were in the 120, 130 million a year range for the TV rights. They came in at 200, which is an increase. And that's mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. And that's good. Mm-hmm. And that's a fuck ton of money. Yes, it is. However, the big uproar that gets caused from this is when this process started, WWE was making it sound like, hey, we're being way undervalued. Look at other live sports, other NASCAR. live games, NASCAR, uh, ML. I think they were looking at MLS soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's, it's MLS, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they were saying, look at all this. We generate as much, you know, as these live gates. We should be. And they were saying, we're going to come back and get double, if not triple. Vince McMahon even went so far as saying there was some, uh, TV, uh, financial analyst. He was like, I'll let him put me in a headlock if we don't at least get double. Right. Well, they didn't at least get double. <laughs> they yeah. got barely 50%. And here's the thing. And this is what I thought of the entire time. And maybe I mentioned it on the show or maybe I didn't, but. Because I don't listen back. Uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. It's fine. I'm joking. I'm joking. But when you're your whole basis right now as WWE, uh, WWE is get on the network. Yeah. Get on the network. Right. Well, if I'm a TV guy, if I own a network like NBC or, you know, when, I don't want to fucking give you money because yeah. you're telling people. Go away from my thing that yeah. I'm providing. Watch it on here. And watch it on there. Now, the so only thing fuck they you, offer, am I going to give you all the money? Right. The only thing they offer is, hey, our main shows are going to be on your TV. We don't put those on the network. But how long? You know, i got to be thinking how long. Now, granted, I mean, all that stuff's contracted, so that's fine. But but, but going back to Vince saying we're going to get all the – look, NASCAR doesn't have a network. Mm-hmm, MLS yeah. doesn't have yeah. a network where they're telling you – you know, exclusive interviews or whatever with Dale Jr. or what, whoever. Now. Uh, you know, so I just don't get how Vince is like, we're going to get all of this. No, you're not because yeah. you're telling furthermore, people not to go to this. Furthermore, I saw, too, the numbers that I wouldn't have thought, especially with NASCAR, MLS, I could have seen this. But when they compared, somebody took those things he was saying and compared these numbers, uh, though they are pulling similar ratings with NASCAR and with MLS, pro wrestling is by far and away the lowest uh, – the lowest wealthy demographic. They have similar oh, yeah. demographics. Oh, yeah. But they make way less money than mm-hmm. even a NASCAR fan, which mm-hmm. shocked me. I was like, wow. I would have thought there was a very similar mm-hmm. group here. Mm-hmm. But MLS, way more money, making way more money than the average wrestling fan of the of the key demographic. Well, MLS, at least in America, and I know we have international listeners, uh, but at least for kind of the stereotype that I'm going to put them in, and it's not going to be as bad as the Southerners because I'm not in that kind of mood. <laughs> right. Because we're in this weird studio. Let's first off say yeah. that. We're in this weird studio. We're in the B studio. We've yeah. been here a time or two before. Yeah, and I always feel weird, so I'm yeah. kind of subdued. Might not be on my A game. Right. Got a great interview later with Hype Gotti. Stay yes. tuned for that. Yes. But anyhow, going back to this, the MLS fan 
typically is a hipster. Right. I always think of an MLS fan having some type of craft beer that you don't hear of, yes. wearing you know some new trend that will catch on in a year, uh-huh, yeah. and telling you about how. Messi is going to be the greatest athlete of our generation when it's like, no, it's LeBron. Anyhow, (laughs) get what I'm saying? And those people live in studio apartments and stuff like that. Whereas for us, the wrestling fan, not so much. Yeah, no. No. We hope podcasts. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So. But even, I mean, so so from an advertiser, so the cable company is going to say, okay, well, we're trying to sell advertising against mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. We're going to sell this against advertisers and they're going to see. Your lowest income. So already some things are out the door. And we're not even going to be able to sell to high end products. Yeah. Stuff. No Mercedes it's gonna be Kmart. Bins. Yeah. It's going to be, you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. things that they are doing. Slim gyms. Another company's got to be willing to go down that route and think of all that. Whereas NBC's already got it set up. So I get that. And that's fine even. And it's not even just, so the big story still isn't even that. It's not just, Oh, look at the egg on Vince McMahon's face. It's the investors that heard all this and then saw the returns said, fuck this. I'm out. And stock tanks immediately drops in a day down 40%. And Vince McMahon lost $350 million, a third, a third of his entire wealth. In a day. In a day. One he woke up. Day. He woke up. A billionaire. And went to bed with two-thirds of his money left. Oh. <laughs> like, because we always like to say... You know, oh, that's like losing a thousand dollars for yeah, your yeah, average no, person. Yeah, no. no, no, no. Yeah, no. That's like losing everything. Yeah, and barely making, and in twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean, and think about this. I I, so, of? so I've got a house mm-hmm. and some cars, right? A little bit in savings, but I mean, a couple hundred thousand dollars might be the net worth, and not even that once you take away debt, right? Yep. And lose a third of that. Do you think... Fuck, what are you going to do? Yeah. I'm tying this into another story that's been a theme in our show, and maybe I'm off base. Tweet the table if you think I am, because I like getting insults. Um, (laughs) Do you think maybe during the negotiation period, this is when Stephanie thought, fuck it, I'm selling my shit now. Mm, You're right. I don't know. You know she's in the whereabouts of... Well, Those you sell meetings. high, buy low, so now she could buy it all back. Exactly. See what and, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, had made a cool shit ton of money. Well, they and so now, okay, so further, so the stock tanking is is one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's more, you know, that's money they're losing. Then a major investment company buys up a major stake in the company and says immediately, "We demand the board take a vote, and we want a change in management, i.e., the McMahons, or we need to start talking about selling the business once again, i.e., taking it away from the McMahons." This is a company. Now, this is how hostile corporate takeovers happen. Mm-hmm. Something similar to, you know, uh, uh, Apple computers and stuff with jobs. I mean, like, it tanks a little bit. Another company comes in, is like, sees an opportunity. They smell blood in the water. I can buy this up right. and wind up putting who I want in charge and make mm-hmm. a shit ton of money off of this in the long run. Because they know the WWE in the long run could be okay from this. It's just a major setback for a while and it would take time to build back up to where they were. But they see, hey, get these guys out. I now own it, or somebody friendly to me now owns it. We're in charge all of a sudden. We pushed out the owner and creator of the business. Right. I I think this is an outsider, like you said, an outsider buying in mm-hmm. to a company, and their initial reaction is, oh, shit, we're going to lose all our money, so fuck all these people. I can do it better. Right. And in wrestling, and most every all businesses, 
it's an even flow, right? Yeah. Whoa, oh, yeah, yeah. Whoa, really, yep. really high. Yep. Oh, fuck it. We're really, really low. And right now, I think they're just at a really low spot, and they're thinking it could get worse. So fuck well, it. And they, they kept pointing out the whole, well, the network didn't boom as big as they thought it would, and they spent so much money. And true, they did say they spent nearly like hundreds of millions of dollars getting this network off the ground and staffing it. Mm-hmm. But they said when they started doing that, before it came out, they said in conference investor calls, I saw, stick with it. We're going to lose money on this to start. That's how it happens. We're going to lose money, and in the long run, give it a couple of years, it will be making us money. And I don't, yeah, and I don't know how these investors don't look at history to see that PlayStation's mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. make money for. I think, from what I remember, tweet the table if you know it. I believe it wasn't until the PlayStation Two that the PlayStation started actually yeah. making a profit. Well, Apple loses money on the iPods and the iPads, mm-hmm. but they make the money off the iStore. Right. And the apps. Yeah. So you have to take a hit in something to get somewhere. And granted, I mean And I still so- think I still think, you know what this one million number they keep on trying to push? Mm-hmm. And now I might be reading this wrong. I believe that's just one million. They just want one million. Right. You, you put they said in a shit. recent investor comments call that they would be making the profit they want at two and a half million subscribers. Okay. I think, but they need a million to turn a profit. They well, say. I think personally, once this shit hits Canada, which I don't think mm-hmm. it's there yet, yeah, no. you're going to get a million right there. Mm-hmm. And England, Canada is insane with wrestling. Mm-hmm. England is insane with wrestling. Germany, it's big over there. Germany is insane with wrestling, especially. They want to probably see the events they remember being at, yeah. and you can't buy that at a store. What about Japan? Yeah. I mean, now, yeah. granted, they have their own kind of thing, but, I mean, I'm sure it's still big over there, too. Oh, I bet you it's just in reverse, where in Japan, I don't know, I've never spoken to a Japanese pro wrestling fan as far as them actually living there, but yeah. I imagine it's just the vi- vice versa, right? So, New Japan Wrestling's the WWE, but you know what? I'm the indie fan. You know what? I like the double, double E, you know? <laughs> yeah, I like I this guy that, named, yeah. I like this guy named Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I can <laughs> so see that. Yeah, they're like funny. getting the tapes. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? But Who I just knows? feel like, once this thing goes global, truly global, Jesus, this is going to be insane. Yeah. India. We didn't even mention India. India, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, this has been covered on all the major television things. I this mean, making... made the front page of Yahoo. Yeah. My mother, who, uh, as I've said before, does not care for this yeah, pro wrestling no, yeah, thing, yeah. called me and goes, uh, is your thing going away? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, your wrestling thing. Is, is it, is it leaving? I don't know. Yeah. Well, first of all, okay, so WWE, if they tanked, which it wouldn't happen, it would just be new management, new, you know what I mean? Now, whether or not that company would screw up and kill that, they're still TNA, which that would be honestly the best thing to ever happen to TNA. Oh, is if yeah. If WWE got fucked right. over. And with uh, GFW, especially with Jeff Jarrett, if he's got like a Toby Keith backing and they've got as much money as, as Vince McMahon now mm-hmm. and stuff started going bad there, they would be primed to go into companies and say, Hey, look, you still want to advertise with wrestling? Right here. Me. Yeah. Uh, bring up, we, we texted about this when the story broke. Bring up the, the caller on the All Wrestling Week in Review that, that brought up the, his. This was, I, I believe it was the Mountie. Yeah. The guy goes by the name of Mountie. And there was a year end, it was either last year or the year before, maybe two years. I don't know. Times, I'm getting old. So, but it was one of these year end shows. And he said, I'm going to be Nostradamus and make some predictions. And I forget the date he said, but because he would say a date and then he would say something that happened. He was like, on a date that will be forever referred to by wrestling fans. And I'm paraphrasing. I, this is how I remember it. I don't know exactly how he worded it. But he's like, on a date that will forever be remembered as Black Monday to wrestling fans, Vince McMahon, citing major losses from the WWE Network, will sell the WWE to Time Warner, 
who will then, you know, buy it for the main purchase of the video library and say they don't want to get into wrestling anymore, wrestling, whatever. They disband the company and it gives rebirth to the, the regional, what's, what's sort of like for territory, territory style things. And I was like, Oh man. And I thought at the time I was like, man, they really are pushing this network seemingly at their own mm-hmm. detriment. And I was like, that's something that I could see happen, but that's probably not going to happen. As soon as that story hit, I was like, Holy fuck. The it could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't. So think... hashtag tweet table, and I'm, I'm sure a heavy set is good friends with Mountie. He might know more of the particulars of how mm-hmm. the Mountie said this, but Mountie, if you're listening, or heavy set, hashtag tweet table, or send us an email and tell us more exactly what he said, but it was pretty damn, it was eerie when I was hearing this story. And one thing I want, especially with this story, because of the magnitude of how important it could be. Now, let's all take a step back. Right now, the only thing that's happened is Vince personally has lost a shit well, ton anybody of with a major stock right. share that right. investment company yeah, lost yeah. a shit ton stephanie but lost a shit ton. Is, triple h i'm sure but what i'm saying is on monday night raw we just saw nothing different oh yeah no exactly Me and you, no, 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 it yeah. has not affected us no but what i want tweet the table or an email because you know you're only limited to so many words yeah uh table show us, at gmail.com right let us know what you think i want to hear I want to hear what you guys have to say about this because right now we're talking, having well, a discussion. This. There's do a you Facebook have a group. different? Do you have a different angle? To well, this? so like I'm, I'm on a Facebook group and uh, with some with some wrestling fans, and the one guy says, "Oh, I heard the story isn't true," you know, with the investor thing, and then he goes, "Okay, here's an update. All this company is asking for is a change of management," you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, "Yes, that's exactly what they mean. They're trying to take the company away." Or the power mm-hmm. from Vince McMahon. And that is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, to think of a WWE, a McMahonless run mm-hmm. WWE is unfathomable because it hasn't happened. Right. And who knows? Ever. And Ever. nobody's proven to be successful on this level to run a wrestling organization, minus your Ted Turner, uh, Eric, Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. But that proved to be false because they were pumping mm-hmm. extra money into it that wasn't there. Right. Right. It was a it was one of those housing bubble bursts as you were. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So I'm excited. You know, it is fun though to think because wrestling is what it is, when I told a few of my wrestling fans or f- fans, friends, yeah, uh, about the story, I remember one guy, he goes, It's a work. I yeah, what? He goes, right. Sting's behind it. Sting. I go, Come <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. But that's isn't that funny how this is how our world is is no yeah. matter what happens you, we're so always, skeptical yeah. or no yeah. mark henry you know he retired no he didn't he was fucking assholes so anyhow but it was uh it was crazy so tweet the table or write us table show at gmail.com i really want to know what your thoughts are because i'm a type of person where i go okay wwe's dead territory start Paul East, you know, Paul Heyman gets with someone and now he Paul Heyman runs wrestling that's instantly where my mind well mine went. mine was <laughs> WWE starts saying somebody else is going to take it over and they're going to slowly kill it. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, who takes the spot? Because, Paul Heyman. And I was like, well, yeah, would it be an outsider or would it be? Well, I said, will there be a talent exodus? Mm-hmm. Does TNA start picking up names? Does GFW, who's going to have backing? And seriously, Toby Keith might be worth more than Vince McMahon now. Mm-hmm. And if he's truly a backer, which is everything we've heard, there's, again, right? you see these sharks start smelling blood in the water. this investment company going, mm-hmm. hey, hey. They're buying up everything they can now because it's low and thinking, I can get the power. I can get control of this. And it's interesting. Just very interesting. Very, very interesting. interesting. Oh, and they're being investigated. That is the – okay. So of all of this, 
I'm most interested in an investigation. Yeah. Because so let's let's break this down. So that shit doesn't go well with wrestling. A law firm has decided to investigate this. They kind of believe that there was more money out there. Mm-hmm. That for them to have taken this NBC deal sounds weird because they think certainly somebody would have offered them above that. Because even at let's see, so they got two hundred. Even at three fifty is well below what they're paying for these other live events like WWE's argument, and it's a steal. They're going to make way more than that in the advertising money. So they're like. That, that nobody gave them more than this sounds really odd. Why would WWE do this? Something smells fishy. They think there might be some stock play, mm-hmm. some bullshit, and some of his, oh, we're going to do this. Like, are they tanking it on purpose to Stephanie McMahon was selling stock? Like, things like this. So they're looking into illegal stock movements. Oh, like that. man. See, you don't want to – don't fuck with the government. And there was word a little while back, you know, there was rumblings of, hey, is McMahon interested in selling the business and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Like – like something say yeah everything something just there's something weird. that we're not yeah something we're not privy to Stephanie selling those stocks uh Vince the rumors of he's going to sell now it's tanking now they're being investigated it, it, where there's smoke there's fire right and there might be a fire and if there's a fire with everything else that happened mm. oh boy yeah oh boy here we thought we're coming into McMahon's retirement, and it would just be taken over by Triple H. Yeah. Triple H. What a that hard spot! The... Could that be the most difficult job right now in all of the world to be Triple H? Oh, I know. Because you married into this, and you thought, "Hey, I'm set now." Well, now you married I into mean, a disaster, <laughs> right? Just, I mean, just think about oh. Vince is probably still there undermining his. Hey, oh, guy, that's hey, in the news that yeah. he'll say something. He'll be like, we're going to do this. And the rest is like, cool. And then he has he goes and tells Vince, and he's like, no, we're going to do this. He's got to go back and be like, guys. We're not going to do and it. we got to do this. And then he's got to perform. Yeah. And then, Jesus, he he has he has to have the All the while, he's got to kiss ass to both because it's his wife and, and mm-hmm. father-in-law. Yeah, and, he can't go like, fuck this motherfucker. Well, I mean, I'm I bet sure you. in some of his contracts, there's, there's stuff to protect him financially. Mm-hmm. So they can't just fuck him over and he's going to be living on the street. Right. But he could be out hundreds of millions and just be a millionaire. You know what I mean? Like, at some point. It's if, interesting. If he doesn't play his cards. Right? This, this is this is the most intriguing and fluid story. That's what I'm saying. This might be the biggest story we've covered. Yeah. I mean, we it, covered the our, warrior death, obviously. It was a yes, big deal. A very big deal. There's other big stories, you know, I mean, like, uh, but. This just man. is. There's just so many different directions and angles and perspectives and opinions. And literally the future of the business is at stake with some of this stuff. Or is it? See, that's what's great about it. Not necessarily at stake, but like, there's questions about it. Like, I know. what does the future hold for this is what, wrestling business? This makes it fun. This makes yeah. Tuesday nights right. recording a podcast fun yeah. because we can sit here and hopefully you guys interact with us and we, we're sharing ideas. We're sharing opinions. We're giving different perspectives. I mean, I read a Yahoo Finance that said this whole thing is blowing up in Vince's face. What the hell is Yahoo Finance talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who are they to talk about pro wrestling? They have no idea, but there's an opinion. Well, and I read they it. Are, they know finance. And right. That's what I'm saying. But then I read it and I go, well, shit, maybe they're right. Yeah. You know? And so it's just, this is so fun. So fun. And if I wasn't stuck in this weird fucking studio, I'd be going crazy, but I'm fucking weirded out. Yeah, man. this studio's nice. Ah! But, uh, so that's all weird and kind of depressing. You had some lighter news for us before we, uh, before we go out. Yeah, you said you were going to talk about uh, what's her name. and uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, isn't it great that we have hot women in pro wrestling? Yes. 
because it always it always makes me grin when our when our little bubble when our little wrestlers yeah. can go into another little realm yeah yeah and uh eve is it eva marie eva marie see i always tell me if you're wrong or tell me if you think this i always think eve Torres. Eve Torres. I always go Eve Torres. So it's hard yeah. for me. I always have to. But Eva Marie made Eva Maxima. Eva the Diva. Eva the Diva. Eva the Diva. Is that her name? No, this is Eva Marie, but it's a way to help you remember that. I like that. Yeah. I, Dan the Cannon put that in my head. Good job, Dan. Yeah, Eva, um, Eva Marie, though, uh, made Maximum's top 100 list. Yeah. Which I find interesting. And she's hot. She's hot, but she's not even on TV. No, and, but she what the one thing she does, and this could be. A oh, role but she's playing on television, but she like is annoying as fuck when I watch her. I'm like, this woman, I don't but, like this woman. <laughs> didn't she do a photo shoot with Maximum though? I yes. think. Okay, so maybe that's how they know of her. Because right. I I just thought like you could pick the Bellas and you could pick the Bellas. You yeah. could pick AJ. I think her relationship with Maxim, she was when Maxim put her in, she was already in the Diva show. But I mean that took her agents and stuff is laying she, some of that groundwork before. Is she that the started. only diva in there? Uh, currently, I believe so, yeah. Tweet the table on who you think. If you could only pick one girl to be in the maximum top 100. Maximum. <laughs> yeah. Maximum. Maximum. What did yeah. I say? Maximum. Whatever. Maximum. <laughs> maximum. Just a stupid yeah. fucking name. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the fucking softcore yeah, yeah. Soft yeah. porn magazine, uh, who would you put? Who would you put? How about that? I'm going to ask you. Since we're just doing a kind of. If I'm of, just looking at bodies, I mean, she ranks up there. No. No, I'm doing all of it. I'm doing all of it personality because oh. that's what they do maxim yeah. maxim 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 they put in everything they they credit if you're if you're a star and all of that so you're number one diva right yeah, now not all know. time obviously I don't know, man. right that's, now Come that's on. tough i know layla's hot mm. layla um, i know you love the layla i love layla you love the layla love the layla um god who else is up there man um I don't know. There's not a whole lot of quality divas out now. I mean, Velvet Sky. Are we concluding knockouts or is it just divas? Why not knockouts? Velvet Sky's in there. Ugh, hot. Okay, yeah, but God, she's. You want to talk about terrible annoying. actress? But <laughs> I mean, fun to look at. I bet you in her personal life, she's probably a cool chick. Mm-hmm. She's a video game nerd, uh, which I, I know, know a lot of wrestling am I, fans am like. I, am I just? You put me on the spot to think of this. I'll I know. Who's yours? Good. My number one is AJ. Yeah. AJ. Really? AJ Lee. Mm, that oof, everything yeah. about her. I just eh. love her. There's just something there, and I don't know what it is, but something I'm just kind of like, meh. I mean, like I see it, and I'm like, yeah. But I'm like, meh. <laughs> There's some great radio for you there. Right. Well, meh. let's uh, let's take a break, should we? I mean, should we? Take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the double, double E. I'm so excited. God, guys, I know there's Mop, Heavy Set, uh, Josh. I know all you motherfuckers listen to this and you tweet the table. So I want, I really want to know your guys' opinion. This is, could be the biggest story or it could be nothing, but yeah. it's still awesome. So please interact with us. Yes. And uh, get your uh, T Max fun facts ready. Oh, I got one already. Because we're going to come back and talk about the double, double E on the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And a whale's penis is called a dork. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. What new shirt I have? What's that? I've got the new Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. That shirt is yes. awesome. Yes. 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 And guess where I got it? You got it from Kmart. I did not get oh. it from Kmart. I got it online at WWE 
WWEshop.com. Oh, hey, I know something about WWEshop.com. What do you know about it? I know that the Spanish announce table are now affiliate members of WWEshop.com. We official! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And you know what that means to the average listener of the Spanish announce table? What does that mean to them? That means that when they go to purchase something from WWEshop.com, which, let's face it, they're very likely to do. Come on! We know that you guys want the newest Bray Wyatt shirts. We know that you want the newest Daniel Bryan merchandise. Even for you weirdos, we know you want the John Cena stuff. Pink armbands. Right. So, guess what? You can get all that stuff, all for the same price you're normally going to pay. Same low price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site, we get a little kickback. And guess what? We like that. Gives us some money. Help support this show, which we know you like. It's very simple. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. One of the first banners is literally this WWEshop.com banner ad. And it tells you the code to use. You click through it. That lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah. them. Yeah. And hey, then we'll get a kickback sales. you want them to know about us, go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time. And this merchandise is not something you get at a fair. No. This is WWE Shop material. This is thick quality shirts. Authentic. Authentic caps, you can get replica belts, anything you could buy from the WWE, you can get on WWEshop.com. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the Spanish announce table. Doesn't get any better than that, T-Mac. It does not. So go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, click the link for the WWE shop. You go there, you get whatever merchandise you already are going to get, and then we get that kickback. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Are you depressed? Lonely? Feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks, but I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly As Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly As Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com. I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Man, I'm fucking pumped. Yes, we're in Studio One. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> we are back in the A Studio. Hey, Studio, Studio One. Yeah. How you like that shark bait? I'm talking like a '90s wrestler. <laughs> what you gonna do? We're back in Studio One. We're not over there in Studio Two in B Studio. Man, I sting the mic on. Did you see that? <laughs> Man, that's good. We gotta do that more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, let's. Uh, I'm thoroughly fucking happy we're back in this studio. I see that, man. You are pumped. I'm pumped. Jacked up, ready to go. I'm ready. Let's talk some shit. Let's do this. We are here now to talk about WWE and uh, NXT. It happened. It did. We'll run down the quick, the NXT. Ascension, beating some more jobbers. Why? Here's my question. Man, I got a lot of energy. Guys, the uh, quick fun fact, too, as you guys probably already kind of caught on, we usually do the interviews first because that's earlier in the day. The guest doesn't want to be up until 1030, right. 11 when yep. we're up. Yep. Uh, so we're, our energy level for the start of that interview 
not the greatest. No. But the interview was really, really great. Yes. Anyhow, let's go back to this. Sorry. My yes. energy level's way yes. high. Yes. You guys don't even believe how great it is. The to coffee has kicked in. Everything. For me. Yep. Everything's going well. Um, here's my problem. Why do we have jobbers in the developmental league? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, it should be somebody that's a. Yeah. Everyone should be something. If you're going to say, guys, watch the future, I want it to be someone. Yeah, and I don't understand. Like, there's a narrative going on that they say they've issued this open challenge to anybody, and that people even on the main roster are scared to take them on because their idea is that some people from the main roster. They've said that a couple times. So I'm thinking maybe we're going to see somebody come down. But who? There is nobody. There is no one. There is no one. So the Ascension, I don't understand what the hell they're doing with them. I don't either. I mean, I I get it. I like that they're being made to look strong. But just do it against people we know. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? Charlotte defeated Alexa Bliss following a bow down to the Queen, which is a great name. Uh, it's a somersault neck breaker. Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Do you? you now I want your opinion on this because okay. you're a father. Yes. Is it weird the Tinkerbell? Kind yeah, that's of a thing? little odd. Because she's hot. Yeah, she's hot, and she does seductive things. But it's so PG it's, packaged, yeah, yeah. it makes it makes me feel weird, as if I'm not supposed to like it. Yeah, that's true. So how do you feel as a father? I hadn't thought of it, but again, I'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to it. To be honest with you, with NXT, I mean, you know, I'm watching the matches really, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm looking at gimmicks because that's kind of what they're there for in NXT at this point is to hone their gimmick and see if they if there's something we can use on the main roster. Essentially, you know. So I hadn't really thought of it. I, I noticed that she was doing it, but I didn't give it thought of, hey, that's a little weird to be sexualizing. Okay. But I didn't I think did. about it. I instantly, I was like, man, she's kind of hot. And then she did the whole blowing of the fairy dust. Well, now like, I'm going to be looking at it every time I see her. Yeah. Now that you put that in my brain. So who knows? Yeah. But Charlotte looking good again and clearly in line to take that NXT Divas title. Hell yeah. Has to. Has to. Has to. Mojo fucking Raleigh defeated Aiden English, which I'm glad he's defeating Aiden English, but Jesus, this Mojo Raleigh guy is just getting on my nerves. I don't like him. I still think if you package him, here's the thing, I think, because it's GBL that hates him, right? I don't know. I think it is. GBL, tweet the table. I think it is you that hates him. Yeah, somebody. A lot Some, of people hate him. I mean, him. I love, but there's one. You're that, talking about Mojo Raleigh right, right now. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think GBL is like initially, because I was like, yeah, let's get behind it. And he was like, no, fuck this guy. And I, I think get it. it is, yeah. And like, I was get he the it. one who asked, like, he think he said, what is this movie? Teabag some dude's right, chest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I think it, to get it over more, because you could still keep it PG, uh-huh. but just have him around college people sure get yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. like when he did the rob gronkowski thing it fit yeah. perfectly i think if you do what they were trying to do with um with dibiase like the dibiase posse right. parties yeah get him tailgating yeah and have him coming around like crushing said- beer cans on his head as well yeah. they won't do that coke coke yeah you yeah. do that you yeah. know yeah I, we, we've said that idea before it, that's the only way that oh this i definitely think gets over mojo's annoying me but i think there's something to it there's right. something that's not there yet mm-hmm but if they could fine tune it and and find the exact thing, if they got him a good catchphrase, holy fuck! The the I don't get hyped, I stay hyped. It's fine, but it's almost a little too. I don't know. I like Something's it. Just not. I like it, but the, it's not. I don't think people will be chanting along with it. I, I've said it a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing NBA Two K, <laughs> and like I'll hit a three, and I'm like, I don't get hyped, I stay I hyped. hyped. You know, or going into the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I've said that a couple times. Uh, big cast. S A W. 
FT soft. Can I tell you this? <laughs> Here's it's start, it's, yeah. it's starting to grow. It is. It is starting to grow. It's fun. It is fun. <laughs> Initially, I. Here's the thing. I like that that phrase and that gimmick. Yeah. I don't like this. No, guy. this guy's no. And it, it originally wasn't him. It was it wasn't? Enzo. Okay. Uh, who's back? I think he's been injured and uh, had surgery. I think so. He's coming back soon. A big cast defeated Angelo Dawkins uh, after the East River Crossing. Mm. Yay! Uh, and the big match: Tyson Kidd defeated Tyler Breeze and Sami Zayn uh, to get the to be the number one contender for the NXT title to face Adrian Neville at Takeover. Why? I do. You know what I think? Huh? Here's my opinion on what I think they're doing. Well, with the Sami narrative, Zane. the narrative behind Sami Zayn was he was like, uh, I don't give up. I take it personally when I don't meet the goals. And this is another one where he almost, he was like an inch away from breaking up the pin, but missed. And then he stood there like holding his head like, Oh my God, I can't believe I was a second too late. So I think maybe that's the narrative. I they're think they're with. trying to do the, Dan- I think they're recreating a Daniel Bryan right. that they have control of. Yeah, I think, yeah. They're saying, sure. don't you love this guy? Well, he loses again. He's just an inch short. Oh, He's almost there. Yeah. It's the same Daniel Bryan kind of story. Yeah. And he fits that role. Yeah. The, the indie hero that. Mm-hmm. Just can't quite make it, doesn't have all the tools, but he's so close. And, oh, man, don't, then your heart pour out for this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was NXT in a nutshell. Again, I mean, decent, but, you know, I, I, but this is what this is for. Right. Some things We're are going to be hit, some things yeah. are going to be misses. Now, that takeover thing I'm a little interested in, and that, I think, has to be a home run. I you, think so, yeah. I, yeah, because you get away with the, hey, we're developmentals, but... Here's your shot. You yeah. can't fuck those shots up. Certainly, Tyson Kidd and Adrian Neville can put on a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't get why Tyson Kidd got that. I think Tyson Kidd, for as long as he's been in WWE, mm-hmm. give him that little push with well, the U.S. title. I think what this is is this is somebody that Adrian Neville can beat and put on a hell of a match, and it doesn't hurt that guy's character as far as NXT is concerned. Tyler Breeze, it's going to make him look bad. Sami Zayn, obviously, they're not going to do that. They're not going to put him in there. Although, if they want to continue that narrative, it could have worked. But it looks like they have other plans for him. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's move into the big show, the WWE. What do you want to talk about first? Because I'm going to tell you the one thing I took away from the whole show. And if that's where you want to start. Yeah, start it. The fucking entrance for Luke Harper, which it was the Wyatt family, Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the cell phones. Yes. And the swaying was fucking Cool. It was awesome, and I hadn't seen that before. Oh, it was so cool. London, good on London, uh, emanating. <coughs> excuse me, from London. Got a little choked up there. You love that. Yes, uh, across the pond. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. So good on them. Yeah, they were a good crowd. Oh, yeah, crowd. and when they don't get it, that the few chances they do get to go be at a WWE show in person and on TV, they're gonna fucking kill. Oh it. yeah, exactly. And so that's what they did. They were very good. Yeah. But the thing I took away was that entrance by the Wyatts. Yeah. God, that was cool. Well, so the Wyatts had a very prominent role. They opened and closed the show mm-hmm. singing, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it, they have to. I mean, really, it's the right now what's carrying WWE is the Wyatts and the Shield. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The Shield, uh, two weeks in a row, the overrun with the Shield was the highest rated segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is at a time when it's they're getting lowest rankings. This is the lowest ratings of the, of year. the year. Well, and that's because no Daniel Bryan, yeah. no CM Punk, yeah. and we don't like John Cena, mm-hmm. and we don't like Randy Orton, and you're not pushing Cesaro. I mean, you are, but you're not. Yeah. 
Well, they're leading this to a last man standing match, so. Which he can't mm. lose. Mm. His whole well, gimmick. It won't be clean if it if it happens. No, he's not losing. Yeah. I, I, we can do that pick right now. He's not losing. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Cesaro, as you're talking about, took on Sheamus, and uh, uh, not for, I don't even remember who won, but I think it was Sheamus, but Sheamus went for a handshake afterwards. And first of all, the crowd was booing Sheamus for even attempting that. Right. And Cesaro pulled a slick, nope. Right. You know? Sick. I don't get what they're doing with Cesaro. Yeah, I don't either. It seems like they're spinning their wheels. They were pushing him to the moon. And maybe it has something to do with Daniel Bryan. Maybe he was going to feud with Daniel Bryan. That's just a guess. Yeah. But it just seems like they're doing nothing with him. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. Let's move on here because I just it's going to frustrate me to talk uh, about Cesaro. That right, he's just not he's being stalled. Something else frustrating. Rusev. <laughs> Although yeah. the Union Jacks was fun to see. Yeah, like the, the Union, Union Jacks, Jacks. I like seeing that. But man, Rusev. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh, here's my thing. I keep saying that, but here's my thing with this. You're making fun of America and England. Yeah. We have a tweet table about that. Oh, do we? Yeah. We'll, I guess we'll I didn't see that. that one. Adam Rose came out to a much bigger pop this time. This is what it should have been. Yes. At least what they were hoping. Yes. This was the... That's how I think they should have brought him out. Yeah. Talking, saying stupid stuff. Yeah, just being goofy. Being goofy. Yep. Because that's then... what he is. He's the comic dancing relief, mm-hmm. which is what they had with Fandango initially. Which is what they had with Brodus Clay initially. What they have with Santino sometimes. Yes. That's what that idea was, and it just didn't take. But it seems like London got behind it. Now, who knows? Oh, I think that will help. I think... Yeah. I think major crowds like that, your big, smarky crowds... Right. ...will get behind that. Definitely. Yeah. All right. We Hey, we saw the German announce table. We did. They kicked the Spanish announce table out. Well, what the hell? Yeah. Well, they're over there in England, so not a whole lot of Spanish... Uh, you know, German's the bigger language over there in Europe versus Spanish. Whatever. <laughs> R-Truth and Naomi were sent to take on Fandango and Layla, but the match was interrupted before it started for Summer Rae to come out and uh, crash the party. How racist of WWE to just put black people together. <laughs> I mean, God. <laughs> They've always been that way. I know. I don't. Yeah, they've always been. Why that couldn't way. Naomi be with Santino? Yeah. Or why can't uh, Emma be with our truth? Well, with Truth in Woods and, and like even with Brodus, like why couldn't they have white dancing girls with them? Exactly. It, it's always the black people get teamed up. I All hate the ways. That. God, it's so nineteen. They don't. They don't mix races there in the WWE at all. It's well. Remember that one skit they did with Shelton Benjamin and Trish Stratus when they made fun of the Monday Night Football ad. No, uh-uh. you don't remember no. that. Well, Monday Night Football did an intro when uh, Desperate Housewives was really popular, yeah, yeah. and it was Terrell Owens, and it was some whore on Desperate Housewives, right? And the hoopla was, "Oh God, it's a black guy and a white woman," right, right. And so Trish Stratus gets out of the shower, and Shelton Benjamin just happens to be in the locker room, and Vince comes out and goes, "Wait a minute, guys." He's a black man. <laughs> yeah. And this is a white Canadian. You know? And it was just so funny. But yeah, they why? It's One of my just... favorite segments was um Christian back with he's back there with MVP, Mark Henry, oh, yeah. Shelton Benjamin yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, 
it was four black guys. I think it was yeah. Truth or something. He's like, we know. He's like, they were teaming up. It's a little weird because you know I'm I'm a little different than you guys. And they're like, no man, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, no, I mean you noticed it, right? I mean, and they're like, no, what's up? You know, and they're yeah. just like, what? And he's like, then I'm Canadian. They're like. Oh, Canadian. Oh, yeah, Canadian yeah. is where you <laughs> yeah, are right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't get – because m- maybe when you team people together, we subconsciously think they're together. You know, it's going to be a love sure, angle. yeah. But still, who cares if it's white and black? I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. Stupid. It's weird. WWE's always been that way, man. So stupid. As a matter of fact, haven't had a right. black champion. Never. Well, Rock is the closest thing you got, but yeah. Um, yeah he's Samoan. Can we just say – I mean, like, I understand his dad's black. No, I would say he's black. When he does the rock, yeah. When he's he does, Samoan. No, when he does a movie role, he's a black guy. Dude, he's got the Samoan tattoo. Oh, but in he, movies, his skin color Samoan. But when he does the movie, he identifies with the Samoan culture. I mean, it's he's yeah. Samoan. No, I would say he's black. Anyhow, <laughs> oh, good. Well, now you said it. It right. has to be. Well, the case. You know. But anyhow, let's move away from the race that we've been talking about. Well, speaking uh, of black people, Alicia Fox took on. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we had the battle of the ends of the skin tone spectrum there, right? <laughs> Jesus, man. okay going back to it was good to see summer ray back yes oh yeah yeah yes and that she is in the storyline not just forgotten about right and bad news big josh i still think my storyline with fandango is gonna happen i didn't say it was good i said wwe's gonna do it there's a difference okay seems and, like you and uh, bad news big josh are having a little feud going i on don't lately. have a feud with him he has a feud with me he's angry about your southerners comment yeah man. he's really mad he was pissed that. off god damn <laughs> you pissed him off totally i might have been pretty pissed off too. <laughs> but i i don't think it i don't like it but you know when i make these picks i'm not picking all the cool shit to happen i'm picking what i think they're gonna do and you're that's right what I yeah i think they're gonna yeah. do well let's move on let's do that alicia page fox alicia fox Alicia Page, Fox. Alicia Fox and Page. Alicia Fox gets the win. Yeah, it makes no sense. Well, well I mean, it makes sense because it seems like traditionally when you wrestle in your hometown, they bury you. Yes, exactly. Because they want the heat on Alicia Fox. Right. And they're getting it by their darling gets beaten. And do you like it still? Do you like the tantrum thing? Uh, or it's, whatever. It's, it's it interesting was. that it's a female. I haven't seen a female do it. Yeah. And I mean, She's why just, not? I'm glad to see them trying something with a different diva. I'll say that. Yes. Yeah. Completely 100% agree. And I mean, she was one half of the greatest wrestling match of all time. <laughs> I always think of that now. So, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? If only if, we could get Melina back, we could duplicate <laughs> that. Uh, the Evolution Shield saga continues. Seth Rollins took on Batista. And uh, that ended in a big schmoz with a. Well, yeah, because Triple H says everyone's banned, but then Triple H is the guest ring announcer. Of course. And the timekeeper is Randy Orton. But then to, like, be just as clever, Seth Rollins says the guest commentators is Evolution. Which is uh, weird because, like, how do they have the power to pull that off? Like, you get Triple H saying. Well, here you go. Because Triple H goes, no, I didn't say that. Brad Maddox agreed to it because he's still, remember, guys. The GM of Raw. Sure. We haven't but seen he's him not, in 10 months. But suddenly he's not pissed scared of, of and asking right. Triple H for, for guidance yeah. on every move he makes. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, weird. Yeah. But the Mad Ox. Dean Ambrose was really cool on, on the oh, commentary. Yeah, yeah. It was well, really he's cool. always cool. Right, but it was funny. Yeah. It was good. Yes. It was good. Uh, running through the show was a beat the clock challenge for the number one contender to face Bad News Barrett for the IC title at Payback. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Big E defeated Ryback in five minutes, two seconds to set the bar. Mm-hmm. RVD then defeated ADR. In what time? 4.15. Oh, it was close. I think they seriously were trying 4.20. Yeah, they probably were like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, and then Ziggler and Henry. Ziggler covers Henry, but runs out of time. How awesome is it that even when Ziggler wins, he still gets buried? Still gets buried, yeah. God. That's what they do, man. And now, so RVD, having defeated ADR, will take on BNB for the IC <laughs> title and payback. Well, initials. Yeah. Bad News Barrett attacked RVD there. And said uh, he's not losing to a Yankee. Yeah, he got a big pop from the English crowd. They were really behind the – got some bad news. Uh, big story, though, probably out of this was uh, Stephanie did her little thing in the ring and, and said she could have stripped – I like how she said, maybe I'll strip the title and give it to Bad News Barrett. And they were all like, yeah. And she's like, right, because he's from England. You guys are so predictable. <laughs> So funny. Yeah. And then, uh, but she says she's not going to strip him of the title. She demands that he show up next week and do the right thing and relinquish the title. So we get a no chin. Right. So how do you think that's going to play out? You think he's going to show up and actually relinquish the title? Because the word is he's out for a couple months. Two months at minimum. I think Kane will, this is me guessing. And again, bad news, big Josh. It's not what I want. Okay. <laughs> it's not what I want. <laughs> But what I think will happen is somehow in the ring, Stephanie and Daniel Bryan will be doing some type of give me the belt. I'm not giving you the belt. Give me the belt. Fuck you. Right. And then and the crowd's going, no. Right. No. no and then yeah. Kane will have Brie Bella mm. in a choke somehow about to choke slammer. This sounds ah! exactly. Yeah. He goes running ah! back there. Ah! If, you, if you don't give up the belt, I'm doing it. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Have the belt. And then he runs back there, gets beat up. He's off TV. So I don't know what will happen to the title, but I bet that's how we get the title. Battle after. Royal. <laughs> you know? Battle Royal or beat the clock. One, two. I do like that, though. When they have nothing, they don't force a bullshit match. If they can't come up with a decent storyline or a feud, do something like that. Give us a Battle Royal. Give us a tournament. Yeah, give, give us a beat something. the clock. Something that makes sense so right. it's not just like... Hey, next guy up with no storyline. Yeah. All of a sudden, you just hate ADR and you're going to take ADR and Kofi. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Because why not? Yeah. Right. Well, that was uh, WWE for the week. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, it's they are preoccupied. No, the writers aren't. Well, hey. Things are tense, I'm sure. And everybody's probably in a pissy mood. I'm sure uh, Triple H and Vince probably aren't. They're not calm and they're not positive and patient at the moment, as it were. So if the writers come with something good, they're probably like, get that out of my goddamn face. No, put them with the black guy in there with them. Right. <laughs> we need a tag team. We got Naomi. We'll find the other black guy. Yeah, find uh, us a black guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a brother out there. Yeah, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> what are you doing? What the fuck? Why? Why? Why are they teaming? God, it's so racist. All right, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about TNA. Might have been the better show of the week. I definitely think so. Yep. Uh, It's been a while since we said that even. And we'll discuss when we come back to the Spanish announce table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And and a pig's orgasm lasts for 30 minutes. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, T-Mac. Yeah? You got a dollar? I don't. Oh, neither do I. You know what would help us out? What's that? 
if some people gave us some dollars at our PayPal account. That would be nice. A couple people have done that. Yes, they have. But uh, we're broke. <laughs> we <laughs> are. And this show, you know, it's it takes time. It takes time. I got to drive 45 minutes to get here. That's true. So you're spending gas money. I'm, I'm spending, spending some gas, gas money. money. Help us out. Mm-hmm. If you like the show, support us. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. There's a PayPal donate button right there on the front page. We can't make this any easier. Uh, you know, one thing I always like to do before the show is have a Reese's peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. You know how much that costs at the vending machine? Probably a dollar. One dollar. One dollar. Give me one dollar so that I'm happy and I don't give my horrible rants. Remember, positive and patient. Just give me a dollar <laughs> so I can get the Reese's and I can be positive and patient. If once a month they gave us a dollar, just think about it. Yeah. Oh, man, we'd be, we would be able to at least break even with this. Yep. One dollar. Exactly. And PayPal makes it so easy. It Most does. people already have a PayPal account. All you got to do is type in tableshow at gmail.com, donate one dollar. One dollar. One stinking dollar. I mean, what are you going to do with a dollar? Right. You're going to get yourself a Reese's peanut butter cup? You don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> you know who needs that? I need Fat that. Fat people like us yeah. need a dollar. Huh? So do it now. Go on to SpanishAnnounceTable.net or PayPal.com. Send it to tableshow at gmail.com. You'll feel good about yourself, and we'll feel good about ourselves, and we'll all feel better about ourselves. Yes, we will. Rob Schamberger, painting. Everything WWE related. What do you got going on? Where can we buy your stuff? Where can we get all your uh, fun videos, all that fun stuff? Uh, there's always RobSchamberger.com. R-O-B-S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R. Dot com. It's almost like a J E double F. Hey, double R. And, uh, you know, got the, the store up there. Also, just if you just want to see the stuff, I've got the galleries there for people to check out. There's auction.wwe.com. There will be two big paintings coming up, like one of the Shield, one of Randy Orton, nice. that are like 22 by 30 paintings. Oh, and also, uh, within the next week, at WWE Shop, we're going to have five posters launch. There's going to be Hulk Hogan and Warrior, the ones that we had at Access. There's also going to be John Cena, Undertaker, and Daniel Bryan. And after the very strong performance at Access, there's going to be a lot of product coming in the very near future. Nice. Yes. I'm excited that you got some up on, you said on, on Shop WWE. Yeah. Good, because we recently joined the affiliate program for that. So you go to our website, click Excellent. through it. You buy stuff for Rob, he gets money, we get money. Yes. There you go. We're all happy. We're all you happy. get a painting. <laughs> yes. A badass painting. This is cool. So RobShamberger.com, S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R, right? Dot com. Dot com. Yeah, yeah. You know how to spell that. <laughs> nope. Shop WWE, auction.wwe.com, right? Yep. Well, this has been awesome. Let me uh, play your uh, Ain't no your music. Me now. Your yeah. music. Suck yeah. it, Shelton. <laughs> yeah, suck it, Shelton. New hashtag. Suck it, suck Shelton. It, Shelton. get into the best show of the week not counting this show well we're not a wrestling show we're yeah. a wrestling podcast where we talk that's true well let's go through it uh let's talk about some of the bullshit first uh ken anderson took on james storm did you give a shit ken anderson took on james storm yep and you're asking me <laughs> if i gave a shit <laughs> no uh, Although I will say this, hmm. James Storm, yeah, you give me hope. 
Why is that? Because he's fat as shit. <laughs> and it almost makes me think I could do this. It's kind of like baseball players for me. Right. It's like, man, these guys are fat and they're athletes. <laughs> like John Crook. Remember John Crook for the Phillies? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, if that fat fuck can do it, I can do it too. My son is very athletic. And, and I and I keep saying to my wife, I'm like, if we can push him towards any sport, it's got to be baseball. Because these fuckers are fat. They do the least. I mean, like, they work out and they're physically demanding, I'm sure. But, like, it's not like football. They're not breaking everything. You know, they're not tearing ACLs every time they go out on the damn field. They're not working out as much. You know what I mean? Mm. It's not basketball. They're not running up and down the court the entire Soccer, time. Right. Fighting. I was like, it's the yeah. most chill sport where you can still make millions of dollars. Oh, if I could be any professional athlete, it would be a baseball player. And they can go for the longest, too. They can they be the can oldest go. and play, and you know? They can, there's so many of them that you could walk around in your hometown, and as long yeah. as you're not Jeter, right. you're not known. Yeah, exactly. You yes, know? yeah. So you can be rich without being hounded. Yeah, yep. right. Exactly, yeah. Um, Storm spit beer in Anderson's face and won the match. I do like that Storm, like, I was going to say it's the battle of the played out catchphrases. Storm's tried to change his with the sorry... Not sorry, but it's just not coming off well. Yeah, can that be a loser leaves town and then they just both lose? <laughs> both lose. We got Sonata versus DJ Z versus T Gray Uno in the next division three way. Didn't that already happen? Uh, I don't think the three way happened. Yeah. DJ like Z is. was in there. Sonata won again. I didn't. Meh. Gail Kim. You got it in that. You you know what you have to do for <laughs> us. Yeah. And the, I'm being selfish, but for us. You've got to do some amazing spot that makes me go, huh, huh. and then I'm interested. Yeah. Because if you're just going to have great chain wrestling, well, fuck it. I could watch that on Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. I could watch New Japan. I could YouTube any fucking thing I want. So if you want me to care about this specific thing, because at the end of the day, you can show me as many packages of these Sonata. Sonata. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Do something, and I'll at least get my attention. Yeah. Sorry. That's how I am. Gail Kim and the Beautiful People continuing a little feud, if you will, there. Gail Kim is so hot. Yeah, they're, I mean. I love Gail Kim. Yeah, Gail Kim's hot. She kissed me on the cheek. Yeah, that's right. You never watched it since, did you? Nope. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> the face cheek. Any cheek. <laughs> but yes, um, it was a face cheek. And I mean, as far as that goes, you think you should care. That's the two winningest knockouts there that they've ever had the two most winningest knockouts of all (laughs) (laughs) i fell asleep because no one fucking cares we saw sam shaw throughout the night actually committed i love that we wanted this yes we wanted this and we got it i thought it would be a little more comedic than it turned out i didn't want it to be comedic i wanted to be serious like when you started what got my attention was the creepy serious of a stalker yeah exactly so if you're gonna make it santino you know, yeah. as a matter of fact, that might have been part of the problem with the Anderson inclusion into it was he's too sticky. Exactly. And made it comedic. Right. Yeah. It's like with Bray Wyatt and John Cena. Yes. Bray Wyatt's trying to get he's you doing into this, this amazing. Yeah. Well, well not even it, it couldn't even be like amazing, really. But he's trying to get your thoughts yeah. and, you know, make you think. And then Cena's, yeah. And then Cena's doing the Wall, Wolf of Wall Street shit oh, Jesus. and saying, oh, gosh. And uh, what stop what the fuck are you doing either both such a dork yeah like it's just i mean like okay now here's where i don't know him personally but on screen he comes off 
as a dork. He is a whale's penis. <laughs> he is a whale's penis. That's <laughs> called a dork. But the Sam Shaw thing. His, but going back to his this, visitor yeah, yeah. turned out to be Gunner, right? And you said in real life, well, Gunner's a very religious man. So maybe we get some religion, some huh. God. Oh Lord! Oh Jesus! Holla! 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 But side story for everybody. Yes. I work with this guy. Yep, you do. And he texts me some things because he's kind of doing the job that I would normally do at nights and he doesn't know everything. So he'll text me with a question here or there and things like that. And he was texting me and, you know, how you give a farewell. He'll yeah. say later. See ya. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know, something. Right. Like normal people. His was holla. H O L L A. I got Holla. Teddy Long. This is what I told you. I was like, dude, hang just te- Teddy Long me. So I didn't even respond. Holla. Holla. But if I was going to respond, I wanted to text back. Holla, 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 uh, You got Teddy Long. I got Teddy Long, man. All right. So. Uh, you know what you should have sent him? <laughs> is remember when they did the uh, Dave Chappelle show? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I wanted but to be like, remember that little segment they did where he, that guy just literally said it for like 10 minutes? Yeah. That's what you should have said. That's what I was, that's what I wanted to say. I'm going to holla, 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 I'm a holla at you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, the Menagerie. Crazy Steve, because he's crazy, took on Kaz. Steve pants the referee even. Like, this is getting really bad. He brought out balloons. Again, I just, I'm, I can't get behind it. Be psycho. And listen, this is coming from an ICP fan. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, again, like you're saying, being a little more psycho would probably, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But being an ICP thing, it was never about the carnival thing for me. Right. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I mean, like, so you would think if anybody would be open-minded to this, it would be me. But it's become too, <laughs> hey, hunker, hunker, hunker. It's right. like, God damn it. I don't like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it would be cool if they jumped. Or if big... we ever make a sound clip demo. Yeah. That's well, going to be got some. Yeah, we got some. <laughs> but if you're going to do it the way I would do it is attack a baby face mm-hmm. in, the, in the back. Attack a baby. Or, or attack a baby. <laughs> and then after you beat his ass and he's there and he's unconscious, then do the honker, honker. Yeah, exactly. Blow. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Come out doing that. Don't come out being a fucking schmuck. <laughs> Magnus and Bram continued their beatdowns of Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they meet him backstage. They run into Hello. And they beat him down. He's got nowhere to run. Good. Then they drag Hello. out to the ring. And they're going to have a two-on-one. Against. Magnus and Bram versus Hello. And um, the whole time Bram is pushing Magnus to be a little more heelish and to hurt Hello. In nefarious ways. And he goes under the ring, gets a crowbar, and tells him to hit with the crowbar. Magnus is like, I'm not going to do it. Tosses the crowbar aside and sneaks in with a small package to give the win. And now Bram's pissed off at Magnus. Like, what the fuck, man? I told you what to do here. I told you to hit with the crowbar. And you just let sneak in for the damn victory. You're just as bad as... So what do you think? He probably then went to the mirror and said, fuck, we lost and I look like Gunner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had cool tattoos. If only I had tattoos. 
I love so, this beard. So where does this go? Are they maybe turning Magnus face? Right. No. No. I don't think so. I think he'll end up giving in. And then they become even more heelish. Mm-hmm. And then eventually one of them turns on the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, we see uh, Dixie going home with uh, Spud. Rockstar Spud. I love Spud. And they come to find a table out in the yard turned over with Dixie Fears Bully spray painted on it. And Bully's inside the house. He calls him. He's like, yeah, the, the call's coming from within the house. She sends Spud in, Operation Human Shield, with the cameraman. And first of all, Spud. Is the best. He's got this ridiculous looking suit on. And the, the neck brace. Who, do you, who, did you, who did you bring up the kind of the comparison as far as obviously Bobby the Brain? That, yeah, not on that level yet, right? But he has. Yeah, you can't compare him to Bobby Brain yet, as far as like on the mic and right, right. But getting you into have your psyche, that but... same type of heat, yeah. that same type of Jesus Christ. Look but at this muck, right? Yeah. But then in the back of your brain, you're like, he's pretty cool. This guy's cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So a bully, you know, ties him up. And he gets Dixie in there and he's, you know, he's like, okay, you know, do you really think you got everybody saying, you know, bully fears Dixie, you really think that's what's going on? He's like, he's like, all right, I'll leave. I'll get out of here. All I want to hear is you say Dixie fears bully, right? That's it. That's all you got to say. And then. Then he gets attacked from behind by EC3. Which I don't. Okay. So they're in their room. Mm -hmm. Where the fuck is EC3? Well, I think she called him when she was outside when. No, no, no. But in the room. Yeah. So, remember, she walks into the room, yeah. shuts the door, bullies there. Right, yeah. So, if we're suspending our disbelief yeah, yeah, and yeah. thinking that that actually can happen, where the fuck Would is EC3? Did he sneak into the room on, Yeah, unseen? did he sneak yeah. in first and then bully yeah, snuck yeah, in? Yeah, that's weird, yeah. It, it, it didn't make sense. Yeah. But it's pro wrestling. So, maybe we'll see it. bully and EC3 out of this, though, maybe? I don't know. Yes, but bring up what EC3 said. EC3 talked about Kurt Angle and said that... Uh, They've given him meager legend after legend, and he's run through them all, and he's the future of professional wrestling. And I think to make the wrinkle of Bully and EC3 better in my book, you bring up Bully. Yeah. ECW You know what I would even do? I would even say, like, look, I've beaten legend after legend. You don't even match up to these guys. Right. You know what I mean? Be like, I was the champion here for... However long that was, yeah. I'm a I'm a legend in TNA. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a legend in WWE. I'm, yeah. He could say up north. See, I like that. I'm and then le- see, EC3 could even say, say what I just said and be like, but if you want to call yourself a legend, dude, whatever. Right. I'll beat you too. Exactly. Like, yeah, I like Do you remember idea. Sting? Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. Me? You know, that's where, because what, what I think we're going to just get is bully saying. Fuck with my aunt. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. really? No. We'll see, though. We'll yeah. see. That's what they I surprise hope. me sometimes. Mm-hmm. The long-running storyline, though, here, the big one of the night is Eric Young and MVP. I liked MVP's uh, explanation as to why he did what he did and yeah, how it came whole, about. Yeah, it was a whole we'll plan. The whole time. And, hey, look, I'm going to pick on the weakest link right, uh, of the exactly. champions. Yeah. He, was like, he said, I put you in the thing. He's like, I didn't even think you had a snowball chance in hell, but when you won, it just expedited my plan. Right, yeah. I was going to do it. was like, that was great. I was going to do this in October, but now you're a champ. Yeah. Let's do it now. <laughs> so I'm making that up. later but. on, Austin Aries is challenging MVP. Like, what the hell? You gave me shit for being weird, you know, whatever, and, and yada, yada. And, he, and, and he's like, but now you did this to Eric Young, and MVP calls for security to take Austin Aries out of there. Well, that opens the door for Eric Young to come and attack him. And they go on a huge fight around backstage. They're going the after place, it. Going after it. And it ends up in the ring, and then... 
what pissed me off, the security guards came out of nowhere to try to stop it then. Right. Once it finally got in the ring, now mm-hmm. you can stop it. And Taz tried to explain that away. He's like, oh, they finally got wind of it, and they came out a little late, but better late than never, I guess. But, yeah, it was a little too late for me. But then he says, let's do the match now. Which, so are we still going to get the match at Sacrifice? Uh-huh. Or, yeah. So we are still? Yeah. But the interesting thing to come out of this. Is a stripper came out. <laughs> And helped a, out MVP. A stripper. No, <laughs> a not all the way stripper. Right. Kenny King comes out and helps him. And then they're all like, what? These guys hate each other and blah, blah, blah. And, and MVP's yelling, restart the match, restart the match. And then Kenny King beats up the referee and throws him out. And he's like, the hell are you doing, man? I just told him to restart the match. And now you're, and he's like, what? Yeah. You know, fuck him. I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm crazy. Fucking ass. Yeah. And then so they continue to beat down Eric Young a little bit more. And who's going to come out to Eric Young's rescue? Bobby Lashley. Bobby motherfucking Lashley. And he sets up, gets ready, and what does he do? Takes out Eric Young. Yes. So now he's joined. And we're talking about WWE being racist. Right. <laughs> we got the three angry black guys now all of a sudden. No, but. But they're in a power position. I like this. The nation. And this seems kind of, and I don't know how Bobby Lashley's personality is going to be, but Kenny King and MVP are a good fit. They both have that fly, well, swab. And you know the the role Lashley can be, and because he's not good on the mic, the enforcer role is the enfor- He could be the Batista what mm-hmm. evolution, which I know a lot of people are like, this is evolution. Yeah, it's a three man thing. Hold on, no way. Kenny King's <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Evolution has thirty one titles. Yeah, no, this is very unique. I like I like a- how this is going. I mean, MVP with the lead, Kenny King. This feels what it's supposed to be. So you got a big enforcer mm-hmm. you got the main guy who's the charismatic one running right. the mics mvp kenny king's kind of the that mid carter emerging star yeah so this yeah. feels good this is yeah. a good fit but in no way is this evolution i get that we always say tna copies wb but jesus this is a mid carter a never has been and then a guy that main evented wrestlemania with donald trump yeah. five years ago yeah uh-huh. it's not evolution yeah but it's fucking cool i, I do like, like it. it yeah and who i mean I think three is good because TNA's got such a depleted roster now that you don't want to have like a bigger no, faction than that. No, you don't want to do NWO. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to have, have four guys. Even I don't think would a fourth. Okay, you could see it, but I'd, I'd rather them stick with the three. That seems to be the going thing. So does anyway. Dixie then? So what makes me think like how are we going to do this? Well, MVP is, is still the director of wrestling operations. So what does Dixie do? Dixie could easily go. Hey, asshole! You've in, you've, you said I was doing all this. Yeah, now this yeah. is what you're doing. I'm maybe gonna she get could my get company. the board to whatever. But they, do they have a board? They're not a publicly traded company. This is what always gets me. Oh, in wrestling, they've always had a board. Yeah, Jack Tunney right. would always bring up the yeah, board. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Tina, though, because that at the end of the show really it was a good my wrinkle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was a good wrinkle. It has me interested. If it's done right. I think it'll be cool. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to play the uh, Hype Gotti interview, man. Hype Gotti, man. It's a good interview. Follow Hype Gotti on Twitter. I'm telling you guys, he is original. He might piss you off, but every tweet he sends, very, very good. And we did, of course, Cinco Preguntas. Mm-hmm. And it's very good. It's his explanation on his favorite wrestler will... will raise be, your eyebrows. Yeah, it will raise your eyebrows. It will. That's when we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and 101 Dalmatians and Peter Pan, the Wendy character, are the only two Disney characters features with both parents that are present and don't die throughout the movie. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com
Hey, T Mac. Yes. Let's do a commercial for iPage. Okay. So, uh, you know, we have a website. We do. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Yeah, it's a great site, too. It is hosted by iPage.com. Yeah, and they're great. They are great. Let me tell you something about them. They give you all kinds of features, and they give you $500 worth of extras when you sign up for a website. And it's really easy to use because, you know, my dumbass, I don't know how to use them, computers. <laughs> and right now, when you go through our webpage, you go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and you click the iPage link that's right there about the middle of the page. You can sign up right now. For you to sign up today, you get a whole year for $20.14. That's 81% off. That is a great deal. Regardless of the 81% off, that's a great deal. $20 and what was it? $20.14 per year. Regularly, $101. Come on. That's yeah. amazing. And you know what? I mean, they have all these kind of special introductory offers all the time, and it gives you unlimited disk space, free domain registration, free security suite, free site building tools, free online store, free search engine and marketing credits. And get this. They're green. They're completely powered 100% by wind energy. There you go. Look right? at that. And you're helping the environment out. And who doesn't want a web page? You know, get mm -hmm. on there, create something. I've dealt with these people. Mm -hmm. They'll call you up, too, to check out how you're doing and see if you need help. You have one person assigned to you that's your helper. Yeah. And they'll call you to check, see how you're doing. They've reviewed your site. They'll give you tips. They'll ask you questions if you need any help. Yeah, They're so you're great. not sitting out there with your thumb up your ass, not knowing how to work a website. They're out there helping you. Yeah. Go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click on the iPage link. You'll help yourself out. You'll help us out. Thank you. What's up? It is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about Kayfabe Sports Radio, the home of the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks. On the Ohio Indie Report, I break down what's going on in the Cleveland scene of independent wrestling, from AIW to Prime Wrestling, and some of the little organizations in between that I can attend. And if you also like NFL football, be sure to check out NFL Easy Picks hosted by myself and my good friend Joe Bennett as we break down and talk about what is going on in football and we make our picks on the coming week's games. And all this can be found at www.kfabesports.com. You can also find us on iTunes by searching Kfabe Sports Radio. And while you're at kfabesports.com, be sure to check out the links for Kfabe Sports Radio, Ohio Indie Report, and NFL Easy Picks on Facebook and Twitter. So for now, be sure to check out the Ohio Indie Report and NFL Easy Picks on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com Fuck yeah. Yes. Now we're getting into my favorite part of the show. Yeah? Yes. You, I, I always love the interviews. You yeah. Know, we could talk wrestling between our, you know, between ourselves, and that's great, but it's always good to get another <laughs> opinion. True. Because we get a little off, uh, off the deep end sometimes. Right. And this guy, I'm excited about. I follow yeah. him on Twitter. If, guys, if you don't follow Hype Gotti, that's who we're talking to. If you don't follow Hype Gotti on Twitter, you have to. It is at Hype Gotti. That is what it is on Twitter. And he is joining us now. Hype, how are you doing, man? What's up, man? Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, I need to get my followers up. So. <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I put, I'm putting too, way too much quality content out there for like 500 people or some shit. So. Yeah, dude. Uh, seriously. It, it's amazing. Like My favorite thing to do during Raw is obviously watch the product and kind of base my own opinions on what I'm seeing. But reading Hype Gotti's like, 
dialogue with it is amazing. And one of the things I just want to get right into, because I notice you're, you're one of the few that I see that kind of you're going against the Bray Wyatt storyline or, or give me your comments on the Bray Wyatt storyline with John Cena. Cause I see that you kind of uh, like, aren't a huge fan of that, which is, odd. yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's just corny. I just, uh, like Bray Wyatt is a phenomenal talker, of course, like that goes without saying it's, you know, but, uh, I just, I mean, the whole nursery rhymes and all that garbage, just stupid to me. And like, you know, the guy can wrestle and Wyatt and Harper and stuff. They're great. But just the thing with Cena is not meshing. It's, extremely corny to me like this is some 1995 wcw dungeon of doom shit as far as i'm concerned and like you know 2002 wrestle crap like i think it, it belongs in that category it's just garbage see so, and that's uh, what I'm not, not entertaining and but that is entertaining that's what i'm talking about guys you gotta have follow this guy on twitter but let's get more into you now so hype Gotti, you started as a professional wrestler when about 2000, I mean, I wouldn't really consider myself a professional because I didn't know what I was doing, but 2001, about, I somewhat got trained, and then as the years went by, I kind of, I got a very horrible training, then as the years went by, I met a lot of cool guys like uh, Chris Zero, Sanjay Dutt, and everything to help me out, and uh, working with guys down in Kansas and started traveling, that's when I kind of figured everything out, but my basic training was, maybe it was garbage, I was still, you know, I was trash bag wrestler wearing you know, no t- no gear, no tights, nothing like that, and just not as garbage by original training. But I mean, it's probably two thousand four, two thousand five. I think I figured it out at least. I mean, you could go ahead and say I still don't know what I'm doing as far as I'm concerned. But it seems like that's uh, a regular. And, go ahead. No, just the basics of wrestling and stuff. I got that down in about probably oh four, oh five, and you know, still learning every single day that I wrestle. So. We'll see. It seems like we uh, get you know, that like a lot. Last, last weekend, I last weekend I wrestled with uh, Mark Sterling and Jeremy Wyatt from down there in Kansas, and like we're talking over some of the match, and Mark Sterling brings up something. Like, I suggest something for the match, and Mark Sterling just rips into me about how stupid an idea it is and stuff, <laughs> and why it makes no sense, and, and he made complete sense to me. So that when he explained it to me, so you know, you're learning every day on the job when you're doing this. So does anybody ever have, like, it seems like every wrestler we've talked to had a shitty initial training experience. Is that just like part of the deal? When you're out, yeah, when you're out here in this area, Nebraska, Iowa, Kansas, like a lot of the guys that are around my age in our early thirties and stuff, like we, none of us got to train very well. A lot of us just kind of learn on the job and some of the kids that have uh, gotten a little, like have come up under us and got good training and stuff. Cause you know, then I, I mean, doing camps with like Samoa Joe, low key, Cole Cabana, guys like that. And, uh, you can get a good you can get a good base right now, but just nice. kinda of, uh yeah, just learning on the job right now and yeah, most of us though, all of us got some pretty freaking awful training and it's amazing we're still around and completely kill this whole entire territory with them. <laughs> well what keeps you that's the part I wanna I'm interested in. What's the, the independent scene in the Midwest? Because you know, back in the day when you had the Central States wrestling and you know, the heyday before WWE took over and all that stuff. It was the cool thing to do, but now you know WWE's the conglomerate that it is. What what's the scene like as an independent wrestler? Is it something that gets you up in the morning, or, or what's it like? Uh, like I mean, I did it for about eight nine years, and I had I set a goal that if I was if I turned thirty and I had made it and got any kind of kind of contract or anything, I was out. And I originally did. You know, it's corny to say retire because how are you retiring from something you were not making a living at? But uh, <laughs> I, so I quit and I had my I had my last match with uh, my supposed last match with Jeremy Wyatt and uh, Sanjay Dutt in a three way and I planned to walk away right there and then about a year and a half goes by and it was my birthday I was bored I think I was turning thirty one and uh, they asked me to come wrestle Eric Cannon and that's somebody I'd always wanted to wrestle so 
came back, did that, scratched my itch, and then uh, another half year, year goes by, and I decided to just come back and start doing it again, and uh, just because, you know, just bored, so <laughs> why not go out and scratch that itch and do this, you know? It's, but I mean, it's nothing that was ever making any decent, I'm making the most money I've ever made at it right now, but back then, for, I'd be lucky to get paid back seven, eight years ago, and now there's a little bit of money in it for me just because I've got myself fairly over in the air in this entire area. But like working out here is good in Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Missouri. All the promoters are cool, honest, and everything. But you you'll hear horror stories about the further east you go, or whatever. Just shady promoters, people not getting paid and stuff. But that really, to this area's credit, like we've policed it pretty well, and everybody's fairly honest out here. And you really got to deal with scumbag reporters so, or supporters, uh, promoters. So that's the one good thing out here. Well then, so the one thing I've always thought of is kind of the veteran uh, pro wrestlers that are in this area is is the promotion side. Have you ever considered starting your own promotion? Because I feel like, you know, here in Kansas City, we had Metro Pro and it was gaining some traction and really picking up some steam and then some things happened and they went on hi- hiatus. They're coming back in June. But I've always felt like there isn't that big promotion in the Midwest and as kind of a, a veteran of pro wrestling as a wrestler, have you ever thought about doing maybe the promotion side? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always in the back of my mind, but it's just something right now. I mean, it's, it's gotta be such a nightmare to do that. I think. And there's just not I'm kind of waiting for that boom period to pick up again, mm-hmm. which I mean, it could be happening here soon. Who knows? But, uh, I mean, if something like that happened, it's, I'm 33 right now. So, you know, in a few years down the lane, uh, the, uh, few years down maybe something like that would be interesting because i mean this is i tried to step away you know and it didn't work out i'm back and uh i'm probably obviously going to just keep myself involved in this one way or another so yeah like promotion wise and yeah it sucks about metro pro when they went away i was booked on i think it was their june or july show i was booked to come down there and start and i had i was in la and got travel problems coming back and i had to uh cancel that like it was a week or two out i canceled and then a month or two go by and they're done running, so that kind of sucked. And hopefully they get running back again because that was a good thing they had going on down there. Speaking, I'd like to get in working with them. Speaking to that potential boom period, do you feel this on the indies as well? Because it seems like watching the product as far as like the national WWE, maybe TNA, it seems like the fans really want another boom time, but there's just not in, any meat on the bone for them to really push it forward, if that makes any sense. It seems like they're being let down. Do you feel anything similar to that? On the indie yeah, scene, I mean, is there like, more? So you, you feel like the fans want to get behind all. There's like all the guys that are over in the WWE right now. Like when uh, Sami Zayn gets called up, he's going to be guaranteed mm-hmm. him Cesaro. When those guys never get called up, they're going to be like so over. So uh, it's, I mean, hopefully, I mean, yeah, just hopefully it's uh, going to get over here. But kind of hard. You need the you need the WWE to be pumping out, pumping it out, and getting their thing going just for it to trickle down into the indies and get us all going again too. So hopefully it comes through. It would really help to have a second major promotion. I mean, TNA is complete garbage, so they don't count. And, and I watched a Ring of Honor show last Saturday night. It was just freaking awesome. And it would be great if they could get some more money behind them and they're going to pay-per-view. So maybe if they're, I mean, realistically, they're never going to compete with the WWE, but that'd be cool if they started getting bigger and maybe someday could com- uh, give some kind of threat to WWE with Vince to really start. Well, we talked about... We we talked about this earlier in our in our headline section, but we were talking about all the three hundred and fifty million dollars that Vince lost and kind of this uncertainty with WWE. What's your opinion on that? Because you, you know, I, I know you got an opinion on this. So what what's your feelings on WWE now being investigated, losing three hundred and fifty million dollars, the network not doing as great as they expected? What, what do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, that's just crazy. Like, the network, I mean, it was cool for, like, the first little bit I had it, but, like, I don't know, I'm not being cheap or nothing, but everything's for free on the Internet anyways, and, like, I just, it's not for me. I've got, there's so much you can go on YouTube and watch wrestling-wise. It's better on the Netflix, on the network, and I mean, it's cool you get the pay-per-views and stuff, but I think them latching all the, giving those pay-per-views away for free rather than uh, having the $60, $70 ones, that kind of screwed them over a little bit, I think. They should have went with, you know, not giving Manny a Rumble, SummerSlam away. And well, what I was going to say then after that is, do you feel like, I don't know, it just, we were kind of talking about how there almost is this boom period where it's going to happen. When do you see that transition from, as far as the mainstream, the John Cena's Randy Orton's kind of headlining all of the pay-per-views, and then getting into the Cesaro, Sami Zayn's, what's your kind of timetable on when you think this kind of transition will happen? I mean, I, I mean, who knows if it's ever going to happen, you know? Like, Vince has his ways, and the guys he likes to put on top and whatnot, you know, like... But, I mean, he's got to try something, because, you know, like... The money probably don't mean that much to him, but for his ego to have people, you know, on CNN talking about how much money he just lost, you know that. It's mm-hmm. really fucking with him, so... Mm-hmm. There's got to be... you got to do something, you know? But I don't know if it's going to be putting guys like Cesaro and Zayn on top, like, as much as, like, we'd like to see it, just because the work rate and whatnot, but... Who knows if that's what's really going to end up selling ultimately for the, towards the boom period. Right. Well, let's transition now more to you. So, Hype Cotty, how did how did the creation of Hype Cotty start? Where where did you come uh, up with it? How, how did it, how is it? It's a I mean, it's a pretty ridiculous story. I uh, <laughs> I was we were working in some little bar at this place called the OWA. This little bar, and I was just like a job guy, and it, it sucked. But I mean, I was better than everybody I was wrestling with that I trained with. I was better than all these guys, and I, for the most part, anyways, I'm not. Just, I mean, these guys were trash. None of them are still wrestling and stuff. And I finally got a little. My my, my first uh, original wrestling name was Disco Derek Anderson, and I uh, did a little <laughs> disco gimmick, like Disco Inferno. Just, was, yeah, yeah, it was just freaking stupid. But I was like, oh, I can get on the shows, whatever. And freaking, it was just dumb. And then I there was this other group called the Untouchables. It was like these Italian guys, and I got and as a joke or rib on me, I joined them, and I I called myself just at random Hygati, and I. And then it just stuck. Like, that just ended up being my name. And it's kind of an original, cool name. It sticks out a little bit. It's not like, I'm not going to call out people with shitty names and stuff, but <laughs> something that'll stick with you and you remember, you know? So I just stuck with it from there. It was the Italian mastermind that I've got. But so when you roll your, give us a little backstory on your first match. How did that come about? Like, I know you were uh, training right. a little bit, but was there anything? Yeah, I mean, like, I it was ridiculous, my training. Like, I remember the first day was the, that I trained with the Super Bowl with uh, the Giants and Ravens. It was the first day I trained. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. so cool. We were bumping around in a kickboxing ring, and I locked up with this guy named Pudley Dudley, like, 250 times, I think. And, like, never I never took a bump in a real ring until my first match. And uh, I wrestled with this guy named Austin Storm. He's still around, actually. He's a good guy and everything. I should really shit on him because he uh, gave me the basis for some of my training. He was uh, originally trained by Teddy Long, I believe. And I... Uh, I wrestled him, and then it was just, you know, once a week at some bar, we'd wrestle for the first year and a half, two years, and actually uh, ended up meeting Jeremy Wyatt the first time he had, like, his own similar similar situation down in Kansas with shitty, shady promoters mm-hmm. uh, training down there, and they came up to wrestle in our bar, and I'm pretty sure their promoter ripped our promoter off that day. And, uh, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, do I really want to be involved in this business? But, like I said, we've kind of policed it out in this area, and there's not really any scumbags left, so. that involve any... Uh... Late night beat downs or anything like that? Any, nah, like nah. That? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll since we're I talking. Know, this one time, there's one, this one time I remember uh, we had this guy 
was like the, the, the guy, the guy's an awesome guy that promoted our shows and he's more swanger. He just didn't know what he was doing. And uh, me's my guy. If he listens to this, I'll feel horrible that he's hearing, the, hearing me say this. But like, Everybody listens. Uh, to I remember. There, <laughs> I remember. I remember uh, we had this guy. He's still. He's promoting now. I, I wanna, I'll think of his name here in a second. But he's promoting now in, in Illinois, and uh, he's one of the grunge, like he he ripped off the grunge gimmick. Uh, Joey Grunge. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Joey Grunge. He was uh, telling more. He like you know, how, how over he was, whatever, and friends with public enemy, all this stuff. And he's telling our promoter that he, uh, is coming in from like Denver driving in and, uh, he's coming in for Denver. So he needs XX for gas and he's all this, and you know, he's like clearing 200 a show or whatever. And then one show, he, uh, goes up to Maury, gets paid, goes up to Maury's brother, says he hasn't been paid yet, gets paid again. So he's got 400 in his pocket wow. and, uh, huh. leaves, ends up, he ends up getting, uh, they end up figuring out they double paid him. And then like, they investigated a little bit, find out the guy lives in Omaha, like right where we're at. He wasn't driving in from Denver or anything. <laughs> They've been paying him like 200 a shot to draw 28 people in a show. And I thought that was one of the great carny moves ever right there. Just completely fucking him over, you know? Right. Like, I mean, it's not cool, but it's the kind of thing you run into in this business, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know what? That is the sad thing. You know, we've had Jeremy Wyatt on the show a couple times and we've had, uh, you know, a few other, uh, indie pro wrestlers. And it seems like all of you guys collectively are like, yeah, when you're starting out, this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it's terrible. Like right now, all the guys that are coming up now, they've got it fairly well. Like nobody's getting any good training out here right now, but I mean, they're not going to be getting fucked over with the promoter and stuff. The worst you're going to have to do is put up a ring and stuff. You know, we were, we were, originally putting every every Sunday for about a year. We were in a, in this big warehouse with three flights of stairs, taking a ring up and down it and stuff. And, and it just sucked. They, they the people they let into our training place to train with us is just insane. There's this guy we had called that we named uh, drunk bill who'd show up with like this kid. We couldn't tell if it was a girl or boy and guy would come in in these tight, tight jeans, long black hair, just drunk off his ass. Like we're about to hurt somebody and stuff every single time. And they just didn't care. Like it's, he, we're getting his, 50 bucks a month, so whatever, you know? Just anybody could come in and train. Jeez. Oh, my God. That's... Yeah, drunk, a drunk bill, and then we saw him maybe in 2005, and it's like walking in a walking in a field in Kansas. We would stop, and we'd pull the car over, but drunk bill yelling at him and shit, and it's him and still in his leather jacket and fucking tight-ass jeans, and he's like, what's up, guys? Yeah, it was like a drunk, drunk bill for sure. <laughs> All right, well, let's transition yeah. now. Let's get to get to know a little bit more about hot, Hype Gotti. We're going to do Cinco Preguntas, so let's get into that. Got it. Cinco Preguntas. So I don't know if you've heard this show much, man, but we uh, ask every guest the same five questions to try to hear the, the varied responses and so on. Now, there may be a follow-up question here or there or something like that. It may not be exactly five, but and feel free to elaborate. It's not, you know, it's one not question. Rapid answer. Yeah, yeah. So the first uh, question we've got is, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Um, Aside gotta from... go all time. I'd... Go ahead. For, uh, I mean, I, I could give you like the smart answer, where you know, like some Japanese guy nobody's ever heard of, or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Just because I mean, just know it to be difficult. But I mean, really, to me, Shawn Michaels. He's like I idolized him growing up, and you know, for, I, <laughs> I used to be in love with Sherry and I just thought he was the baddest fucker because he had Sherry and stuff. And, and I <laughs> look back, that's just gross. But yeah, like, <laughs> yeah I never... remember like the first time, the first time I ever got like fucking horny was 1992 SummerSlam and she had them assless chaps on. And yes. I emailed her about him in like 97 or 98 trying to, like, they, were, they were on sale on eBay or some shit. And I was trying to get a hold of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I was, I thought, I thought Sean was just a stud because of that. And like, 
then growing up, I started to appreciate work rate and everything, and like the SummerSlam, Iron Man, or SummerSlam, but uh, many Iron Man oh, matches yeah. and whatnot. I, I like know, Chicken I, Vader and calling him a fat fuck and stuff. Like, yeah. I just love Sean. I like how, you know, typically with the Shawn Michaels fan, you know, like, yeah. kind of with me and uh, other people, it's, oh, you know, WrestleMania 10, the ladder match. Nope, it's Sherry was hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's pulling, like, I was starting to get into girls and shit and, right. and watching that. And, like, Shawn got Sherry, that's, that's a bad chick. Shawn Michaels. And now I look back, like, what was wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, well, Shawn Michaels is probably the number one answer we get for that question. But yeah, never, course. never once was it because never, of Sherry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so number two, and this one, I, love, I actually love Demolition too. Like, oh um, yeah, man, that like, was a big the, fan. The, the, the Royal, the Royal Rumble when they came in one or two is probably yes. my, still my biggest markout moment in my life. When they came out and started fighting with each other, Royal Rumble, like I love those guys, and I freaking I hated Legion of Doom because of Demolition. Like I wasn't smart enough to WCW yet. I didn't right. know it. So I you thought were doing was ripping off demolition, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yeah. I will say this: they had the coolest as far as demolition. They had the coolest walkout song, probably of all time. Oh yeah, it was freaking so badass. Yeah. Oh my god, it was that, awesome. That's so cool. Like, I still think it could get over today. Like, if if you had that heavy metal gimmick, you could use yeah. that song in 2014. Still the same thing. So, all right, the yeah, second question. Second question we got, and I always ask when you're a wrestler, it's two-part. Usually it's just one. But what's your favorite match of all time? And then what's your favorite match you've been in? So two-part question for you. Let me see. Favorite match of all time? Uh, God, it's hard. It changes so much. Like, I just want I just, like, I, just, I mean, I can't say it's my favorite all time, but I just watched the Red, Red Dragon versus Young Bucks from uh, Ring of Honor on Saturday night. It just fucking blew me away. It was just great, but I mean, favorite match of all time, no, but I mean, right. that's just fresh on my mind right now, and mm-hmm. that was just an awesome match. Uh, gosh, Hell in the Cell, Taker and Mankind, I rewatched that, it was just a stunt, I, that was probably my favorite match of all time up until I was watching on the network, rewatching. it, was like, this is just a fucking stunt show, that wasn't anything, you know, like, it wasn't yeah. a great match at all. Yeah, there was and, no uh, chain so wrestling. Flip back on that, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gosh, I mean, those two, uh, even the 60 minute Iron Man match completely overrated. I wouldn't rewatch that again. You know, uh, fuck. I see. I did. I'm like a freaking smart now, just shitting on anything I used to love. <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, then, I actually just watched. Uh, what was the Halloween Havoc? Uh, Ray and uh, Eddie. Ray and uh, Eddie up where uh, in there. I, mean, I just remember. I remember that match has always stuck out to me because there was a huge snowstorm and school got canceled the next day and like their tree branches were falling from the snow and stuff and that matches on just fucking blew me away so i'll go with that ready yeah nice very original and then the the favorite match you've been in that your your match your personal favorite match well probably me and tony cortez did two barbed wire matches in the last one we did uh in february like you know yeah it's not work rate or whatever but it was really cool and the crowd response and everything was awesome i had so, I mean, I love that match. I had a match in 2007 with Mark Sterling down in uh, Central States. when I was, I was kind of doing a comedy gimmick down in NBA Central States and uh, Lawrence, and I wrestled Sterling one, one night for the uh, Central States title. And, I mean, he's, pretty, he's just awesome, and he brought up the best of me that night. And, like, after the show, all the fans were like, holy shit, we didn't know you could wrestle. So, <laughs> and that was really that was really cool, and I never got that rematch from him. And then, you know, my original last match with Jeremy White, Sanjay Dutt, loved that match, so... Yeah, I'm never going to be able to stick to one right. thing. I always got three right. or four sure, answers. Yeah. So. Of course. All right. Well, our third question. If we're going to go back to back to back to favorite wrestler is Eddie Guerrero. Like uh, from Sean, probably favorite of all time is Eddie Guerrero. Now that you got me thinking of that again. Like yeah, it. yeah, we're big fans of Eddie there Guerrero here too. Yeah. Who was your biggest influence in this business? Um, my biggest influence in this business, Sanjay Dutt. He, uh, I was originally like my biggest what if of my career. My probably my entire life, the biggest what if I have. I've known him since. 
Uh, we we started trading tapes together when I was in sixth, seventh grade. I was getting him to send me just Sabu tapes and stuff like that, and I would tape WWE pay per views, send them to him, and uh, so we so we just stayed in contact. And I he started getting trained at uh, Kaido Pro Wrestling in uh, Virginia, and I was about to move out there to start getting trained with him. And uh, the Thrifty Nickel ad—I don't know if you guys have that or not, but this yeah, we got one little newspaper. Yeah, Thrifty Nickel ad comes up for the OWA Pro Wrestling School, and I'm like, shit, I can't wait. I'm not saving no more money. I'm going to get trained now. So I uh, go get I go get my shitty subpar training for two years rather than go get probably what it would have been like world class training from mm-hmm. Sanjay and assistance from any. He helped me along the way so much just from afar. And every time he's been, I've worked with him a bunch of times, and every time he's been here, he's helped me out so much. And I mean, we still we are one of my best friends, and we're in contact every day. You know, that's awesome. But, so he helped me out a ton. He's helped me out a ton along the way. And, but I just imagine, you know, if I would have originally skipped the shitty training. That I got and moved out to Virginia and got trained up there. I probably would have followed him. Uh, I'm not going to put myself on his level, but I can. I would bet, be willing to bet, I would have made it out to TNA a little bit and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's always kind of what I. But then you know, on the other hand, I wouldn't have met a lot of my best friends in life. You know, I would here in Omaha. I wouldn't have met them and stuff. So who knows? You know, I can't really second guess it. Right. Definitely. That's a that's a cool story. Is, I, yeah, like I like that. I like that. All right. So here we've now this next question we get a lot of different responses from. But what is your favorite term in pro wrestling as far as like babyface heel all that stuff? What is your favorite term? Yeah, I, I, I'm almost positive I heard Jeremy answer this in, in every. <laughs> Did, did he answer uh, ring rat or yes, rat? Like yeah, that? Or, yes. yes, there we go. I used to be I used to be a fucking connoisseur of the rats when I was younger. <laughs> like, and I think I'm pretty sure I remember remember him uh, mentioning that. So right. yeah, I love, I'm used to love rats. I fucking hate them now. They're a nuisance. So. Are, are, is the rat game strong though? Is is the rat game? Still... It, I mean, it used to, it used to be. It still could, but now it's just like you look, I like look at the girls and stuff, and it's like. like Look at him with disdain. Like, what's your guy's problem? <laughs> you know, you guys are just filthy, disgusting. Like, what do you like? What kind of girl? Like, I was way to want to have a daughter. You know, like, right? <laughs> don't grow up. To, don't grow up to be that. You know, and, and I did used to partake partake in the uh, rat game quite a bit. And it <laughs> we all have things we're not proud of. Yeah, yeah there's that, yeah, there's, there's not proud of anymore. And, <laughs> right, that's great. Yeah, I have this one. I have this one girl. Uh, it was funny the other day. I'm not gonna say the name but uh because i know it'll get i know she'll listen to this but i she'll know i'm talking about her anyways but uh, <laughs> she was oh where, where were you after the show whatever whatever i text you i'm like you didn't fucking text me like shut up and then she so i screen captured the text and i sent it to her go see no text and then i forget that i have her name as rat blank 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 <laughs> like i had her, had her in my phone as rat her first name she goes, oh, you really have my name in there is that well, whatever you know whoops <laughs> We'll call, we'll call her Jamie, Rat Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> uh, but, I still didn't keep her away, dude. Uh, we used to have a, uh, back in like 08, I think it was 07, 08. I actually got some pictures of it. I'll try and find it and uh, send it to you. It's got to be in my photo bucket somewhere. Uh, the guys, uh, they took like from, remember on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Rat King? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Splinter, uh, the Rat King and Splinter, like they, they made a big trophy out of wood with uh, those guys on it as like a trophy and they gave it to me as the Rat King. And then, <laughs> so I was, I'd carry that to shows to show off that I was the Rat King. And then that, uh, that ended up giving off to Ryan Slade up in uh, Des Moines. I, I, I passed it down to him, and I'm not sure who's got it now. I can't, I can't really tell who the rat king would be. Like, all these guys fall in love with the rest now. So right. Whoever's that's whoever on that, that's on them. 
Whoever has that trophy, if you're listening, get a hold of right, us because yeah, we yeah. want to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, well, I, I guess I asked Slade where it went, and he, he kind of blew me off about it. So maybe he's got it in a trophy case somewhere. I don't <laughs> know. So. Doesn't, want to, doesn't want to come up with it. It has great lineage. That's what we'll say. It has yeah, great yeah, lineage. Yeah. we got to get it back out there. <laughs> All right, we'll roll into the fifth question here. And this is more of a a hypothetical situation here, okay? So we're gonna we're all going to pretend we're in a creative meeting. And uh, we're going to book you in your next big feud. And this is going to take you over the top, take you into mania, your next big feud with T-Mac. What's the storyline? All right. We're going. Uh, let me see. All right. You know what my favorite? One of my – just like when we're going back to SummerSlam 92, that we're bringing back the no-hitting-in-the-face match yes. with uh, Martel and Shawn Michaels. And we're going to mania with that, with uh, with Sherry as the valet. And we're both <laughs> yes. – we're both far too good looking that she does not want to see either of us get hit. And then we work the match around that, like Martel and Sean did. And we bring it back 22 years later. I, I, the rat trophy has to be on the line, too, on the match. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yep, there we go. It's like, like Hogan and Warrior. They got the rat trophy and the title. That sucks because I really like to see T Mac get hit in the face. So that would be really intriguing to me because I'd be like, well, is he going to get hit in the face? That's, the, that's the psychology we build yeah, right that yes. match. Exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of my favorite ones because. We did one with uh, Dean Ambrose and and Seth Rollins a couple weeks ago, and literally right. they just beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. Like there was like I was like, so what's the you know he were like what's the storyline? He's like, we just beat the shit out of you, yeah, and was... then we just beat the shit out of you more. I was like, well, goddamn guy. He was like, what? Did you win a lottery maybe to take us on? Because that's the only way I see this going. Yeah, Jesus. So I definitely you appreciate go. your storyline. No, I, I, I put you all, I put I put you over there. You, I'm a, yes, I like you, you know. I like nice, that. Nice. I like that. I'll take the rat trophy. <laughs> Nice. Well, let's plug some it's stuff. I don't, I don't want that thing back. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's plug some stuff. What do you got? What do you want people to to go to? What do you? you know? uh, I got a. I got a like last weekend. I probably. I mean, probably a top ten of match of my life last weekend. Abu Colossus and I, who I one of the guys I originally trained with, uh, he's managed to stick around. And our him and I wrestled Jeremy Wyatt, Mark Sterling last week for PWP. It was a, it was just a freaking awesome match. Uh, one about thirty four, thirty five minutes. I think it was. Coming off like a month ago, we went a 30-minute time limit draw, and I mean, that was awesome. That was for PWP, uh, Pro Wrestling Phoenix, Aaron Counts of Bluffs. And then uh, I've got a match coming up in two, or in two Saturdays, May 31st, against Devin Thomas. He's a young guy who's going to, if he plays his card right when he's at his young age here, unlike I did when I was younger, and stays away from the rats and partying and whatnot, he can, he's really going to go somewhere. And I'm wrestling him for the Magnum Pro title in uh, two weeks, and I plan on that being I plan on it hopefully being one of my better matches I've had. So then I'm also down up in 3X Wrestling in Des Moines. And, uh, so check them out, 3X Wrestling and magnum-pro.com. They got all kinds of content up on that website. So there's all those places. And hopefully Metro Pro gets running back here soon. I can get down there and definitely Kansas again doing that. So. Yeah, man, we'd love to see you down there doing that, yeah. And as I mentioned at the start of this segment, at Hype Gotti, your Twitter account, one of my yeah, favorites to follow in all of Twitter. I'm, I'm including everyone, I, and you're, you're definitely on the top it. of this. So, all uh, right, I've, man. Got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got about 500 tweets in my draft folder of just... Oh, you're just sitting on a couple. Oh, shit, am I still there? Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, no. No, but, uh, yeah, I've got about 500 tweets of just dirty... Smut that I'm looking to unleash, and I want more followers when I start releasing all this. So let's get it up. I like such it, a nice. marks. I, I would hate myself if I was sitting here. If like three years ago, I knew I was looking for Twitter followers, I would fucking hate myself. So 
Whatever, I, I'm very self-aware. <laughs> pathetic, so. <laughs> All good. Dude, we appreciate it so much, man. And if you do get down to Metro Pro, please let us know. We'd love to finally get to meet you in oh, person. Well, sure. I, and then your friends have started then, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Ryan Stoddard, Victory Fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, saw, yeah. I saw some put, videos. Put, him, put over Victory, too. Right, yeah. And I, I saw some videos of you and him at the... Uh, uh, on WrestleMania, the the night of WrestleMania, yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> doing chair shots. When him and I get together, it's no good. But <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's a good dude. He, he, uh, he somehow in Omaha, he pulls California tents. So I respect him a lot for that. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right, well, we'll take it out of here, man. Thanks again for coming on. We're going to come yeah, back. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Take care. No problem. Have a good one. And All right. Later. All right. We're going to come back, T-Mac, and we're going to do Tweet the Table. Yes, your favorite My segment. My favorite segment. Which this was pretty good, though. Oh, Pretty this was awesome. great. I love the interviews. I yeah. do love the interviews. That'll be on uh, the, the next, when we come back from break, on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And I'll have a random fact next time, TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. <laughs> Hey, it's T-Mac. I need you guys to do me a favor. Go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and look on the menus on the left-hand side and click the survey link. That's a quick link that will help us with advertisers, which will help us keep this show running for free. It doesn't take long, just a few minutes. doesn't ask you for any weird information. It just really helps us out. So once again, go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and click on the survey link on the menus option on the left-hand side. And if you got some time or are looking to do some online shopping, click on the ads that we have scattered around the page or click on the PayPal donate button and give us a dollar. We've asked you this a million times. Please just give us a dollar. Thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. Again, that is SpanishAnnounceTable.net. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, Alter Ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. On the Spanish announce table. Tweet the table. Did you like the Hype Gotti interview? Yeah, let us know. Hashtag tweet and, table. And to our contributors and the ones that we know are listening for sure, follow that guy. Yeah, follow him for Katie real. Kalismic, Katie Kalismic. Katie the First Lady. Mop. Heavy. Josh. Calling you all out. You should follow Hype. It's a good guy. Follow. 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 Follow and holla. Follow. Follow. Tweet the table is a fun game we like to play. Where you at home, on your Twitter machine, can use the hashtag, hashtag Tweet the Table. Yes. Tell us anything on your mind. Wrestling related, show related, even if it's whatever. Whatever you want, honestly, but try to keep it pro wrestling. Yeah, try to keep it within the scope of this show, yeah, which is pro wrestling, don't bring or up, the show. Don't bring up the view. Yeah, we're not going to talk Although, about politics. I mean, unless there's something kind of... Or know, religion, please don't bring up that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although... Uh, one funny weird thing the view happened. Did you see Brandon Marshall signed signed his contract extension on the view? No. Yeah, Chicago Bears wide receiver yeah. 
signed his contract extension. On the fucking view? On the view. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He was there to promote uh, <laughs> mental mental illness awareness, I think mm-hmm, that's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, MIA. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't. But it's about mental illness. Yeah, you're right. Sure, yeah. Because he was uh, diagnosed with split mm-hmm. personalities. And then I think he just signed it. Weird. Yeah, but whatever. So tweet the table if you like that. I don't care. Just try to keep it within reason. All right, we'll do this. At Heavyset330, Slam City Spoiler. (laughs) I love these. Dolph Ziggler wins his third consecutive Salesman of the Month award. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Yeah, poor Dolph, man. At Katie First Lady, if anyone should be having a WWE Buried Alive match, it's Dolph Ziggler and Damian Sandow. Hashtag tweet the table. Very good. (laughs) Yes. Yes, at Sharkbait816, at Table Show, why do I hate the sidewalk slam? Hashtag I table. know. Mm. You want to you yeah. know why? Because it's a simple move, and Sharkbait demands all wrestlers do triple insane backflips or, you know, vertical jumps of 40 inches or it's less. It's an old school maneuver. More. But if you think about it, if you're wrestling a fight with somebody, that's one that's going to be very effective. Oh, yeah. Slam your back down on, uh-huh. the, on the freaking ground. That'll hurt. At Bad News Big Josh, at Table Show, Double A will always have the best spine buster. Hashtag to the table. I mm-hmm. agree. But like I said, I will defend him. The The violence of Farouk's, Farouk's yeah. was, was impressive. It's intense. Right. At Living Legend 148, A Fox is more of A Fox than ever. Hashtag to the table. I see what you did there. <laughs> Clever. Uh, and I agree. At WIR Cataclysmic, the E in Big E stands for either Ettore or Ewan. Biggie's real name is Atori Ewan. What a cool Hashtag name! Hashtag table. Yeah, he could. Just, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. By the way, but that could just be a cool name there. Yeah, yeah. At bad news, Big Josh at table show Survivor Series '98 was a heavyweight title tournament when Rock beat Mankind. Hashtag table. And he joined the corporation. Yes, I remember that now. At GBL 316, I may be a bit late. But I'm sure El Local is Ricardo Rodriguez. Hashtag NXT. Hashtag the table. Indeed he is. Indeed he is. I think he's wrestled under that moniker too mm-hmm. on television. At WIR Cataclysmic, Adam Rose follows at Titan T-Mac. Meh. I have Cliff fucking Compton following me. Hashtag Mr. 1859. Hashtag time to fucking die. Hashtag the table. Hashtag Cliffy don't surf. Uh, meh. I don't know much about Cliff Compton. Neither do I. Meh. I know Adam Rose. You know, he's Domino. <laughs> At the Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet table. Anyone else about to puke from Mojo getting shoved down our throat? He isn't that good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. At Toons Brian, Jerry Lawler versus Andy freaking Kaufman would be reason to subscribe to the hashtag WWE Network, hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would probably come in the uh, mm-hmm. on the WWE Network then. That would be cool. They mm-hmm. could do a whole shtick on it. Great idea. At WIR Cataclysmic, a triple threat X Division match featuring the entire division. Laugh my ass off, hashtag impact, hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> that is a good one. That is a good one. At GBL316, I'd love to see a T-Mac versus Crazy Steve feud on impact, hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, fuck hmm. you, Crazy Steve. Ask him, the Cinco Preguntas. Yeah. I think we're going to get a T-Mac Bad News Big Josh feud on there. I know. What the hell, man? I like you. Don't fucking hate me. At the Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. I think the crowd's non-reaction to Kid winning the number one contenders match sums up my feeling also. Yeah, I mean, just... I, yeah. That's how I felt. I went like this. Eh? Yeah. 
It's kind of NFL, too. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table, Tamina debuted with the Usos when they came in with suits and said they weren't going to be the typical Samoan tribesmen. <laughs> Give it time. At Toons Brian, hashtag tweet the table, eventually Boogeyman has to be revealed as part of the menagerie, right? <laughs> what? Oh, man. If you put in... Right? So, like, the godfather yeah. of the menagerie. Mm-hmm. Boogeyman. Boogeyman. But the man to take us to the next level is... Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Boogeyman. Hello! <laughs> oh, God. A showdown between those two on the microphone. Just fucking oh, look at my each God. Other. With just Scott cir- Steiner. Right. All three just of them. Circling each other. Just, it was Scott uh, Steiner on commentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> chance you have you have no chance but you had a chance is you can run nicky split because you can't run because you got some bad asses hello boogeyman i saw uh i saw that rick steiner is running for uh some type of uh office office oh my god and someone says he has a 33rd That's great. You have a third chance. You take my hey, 75. As long as he's not taking on Clay Aiken, he'll probably live through it. You're about that. No, what happened? Clay Aiken's running for office, right? right? And I've heard about, like, I know that he's running and something has happened, but I've not opponent taken opponent fell in his house and cracked his head on, like, a fireplace and died. Oh, he got Aikened. <laughs> that well, motherfucker got Aikened. Right, but he could be like, uh, <laughs> oh, who was the fucking uh, guy that, oh, he lost, it was a, he lost to Mel Carnahan after Mel Carnahan died. Mm. Tom. Oh, it was. It, then he was our. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up in a, uh, during a break. Okay. Yeah, he's fucking super conservative. It, yeah, I'll bring it up in the next. Segment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At GBL 316, why do TNA announce ah. the main event for Slammiversary one week, then have that exact match the next week on free TV? Hashtag with the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's, I don't, mm, it doesn't make sense. At WIR Cataclysmic, Kazarian doing job duty till his contract expires. TNA letting him go is damn criminal. Hashtag to the table. But in this Ring of Honor promo, Christopher Daniels, there's a, uh, there's a green martini, you know, apple yes. martini that's just there. And then he grabs it. And he's like, Oh, I'm glad to be back home. And then another guy who looks taller, but you can kind of tell that, and then it has censored. Mm. It's like, and then I'll be back too, kind of thing. And it's like, oh, there's Kaz, but he can't do it because he's sure, yeah. yeah, At least they'll be together because that's a good team. Alicia, oh, at GBL three sixteen, just lost my place. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Alicia Fox looks more like Alicia Cameltoe on hashtag Rollin and hashtag Tweet the Table. Mm. But good credit to her for doing that fucking walk. The walk around the the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At Hallmark of Sweet hashtag Tweet the Table, RVD versus ADR. But I've already eaten and been to the bathroom. What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> oh, that's great. That does suck, man. I feel for you. Yeah. At Negron, table show. Love watching at Steph McMahon do the Daniel Bryan entrance. Watch those titties bounce, bounce, bounce. Yes, yes, yes. Hashtag tweet the table. At Heavy Set 330, are we sure WWE released Mason Ryan? Batista is really channeling him with that beard. Hashtag tweet the table. I say he looks like Joe Rogan, man. He he looks very much like him. He's big dude, but he's Uh got the bald head or balding with the the black beard. Mm -hmm. At Negron again, table show, more bouncing. Renee Yum, part of the Rosebuds in the ring. 
Keep jumping, everyone. Hashtag don't be a lemon. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, at Sharkbait816, you got something? No, go ahead. Uh, Rusev is now over. Hashtag tweet the table. He likes it. Why? He likes that the, they're bringing up real shit with like the, he doesn't get it. Does Sharkbait not understand that? One, because you like it doesn't mean he's over. Well, <laughs> no. I mean, it's over for him. I mean, yeah, it's over sense. for him. Yeah. But he he's not used to the uh, Vladimir Kozlov mm, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So for him, this is cool. And Uncharted hey, territory. Yeah. For kids, it makes sense. Yeah. At heavy set three three zero. At heavy set three three zero. Well, I have a few minutes to watch Raw at a flying J. Better hashtag tweet the table. Happy now, motherfuckers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's right. Because he chimed in real late last right, week. Yeah, sleep at the wheel, uh-huh. which sucks. Come on, can't be doing that. Come on. At Sharkbait eight one six. The tag team pennies hashtag tweet the table. Yes, said this before. It looks like somebody took those tag title belts. They glued pennies on a watch band. Yep. And said, "Here you go. There's your belts. Here you go." It's what we. It's how much effort we put into the tag team division. Jesus, Pitties. heavy set three three zero. Wouldn't it be funny if Cena's current shirt said "You can't see me on it" because it's fucking neon green. Hashtag tweet the table. GBL three sixteen. Hashtag tweet the table. So we get a Russian representing a Bulgarian at a RAW in London, cutting an anti-America promo. What the fuck? Hashtag international incident. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're talking it's about. A big clusterfuck. Yeah, it doesn't America sucks. We get it. We always suck. We, <laughs> yeah, we always yeah, suck. sure we suck. We're, yeah, we're yeah. the worst. We're yeah. the worst. Got it. At Tunes Brian, Vince McMahon lost three hundred fifty million dollars in twenty four hours. Greatest scavenger hunt ever. <laughs> Hashtag meet me in Connecticut. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think you understood the lost part. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't really lost. You didn't like misplace it. <laughs> oh, and I just found a uh, what Carnahan, Mel Carnahan. He beat John Ashcroft, and mm, then John yeah, Ashcroft yeah. became the state right, defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's yeah, fucking yeah. retarded. But anyway. he is retarded. At the mop jockey, hashtag tweet the table. No holds barred match. Does the winner get a signed Blu-ray of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> At heavy set three three zero, Lana's out. That's a whole different beat the clock challenge. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. That's good. That's good. good at GBL 316, at WWE Cesaro fake handshakes, Seamus. I fucking love it. Hashtag raw London. Hashtag tweet the table. I loved it too. It was very well yes. done. Yeah, because typically you see a, nope, not going to do it, but his was really good. Like yep. lean in and then just kind of sidestep. Psych. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. So 3MB are heels, but the Union Jacks are face? Well, they were in London. And I like 3MB. Can I say uh, that? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I mean, I like them. Is it over? <laughs> See? I don't See? I like them. <laughs> right. I didn't say they were over. Um, I said I like them. <laughs> I, I liked, I really did like the midgets, and then they were a part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I don't like them. Yeah. I, I like Heath. I think they could be doing more with them. Uh, no. Yes. No. Yes. I think they could be doing more with Heath Slater. I think you could turn Heath Slater into a decent heel by turning them face, like I said, making them the thing that they want to do with Adam Rose, where everybody's air guitaring. You know what I mean? You're all jumping around. And then he turns on them and he's like, I'm the rock star. Screw them. You know I, I mean? think that's how you yeah. break them up, but I like the one-man band. Yes, exactly. Well, that's what, I mean, if you want to go back to that. Right, that's hey, what right. I like to do. At the Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. God damn it, Summer Rae fucked up the mixed tag match I was really looking forward to. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 Damn it. <laughs> At Bad News, Big Josh, T-Max shitting on Captain's dreams. Not awesome. Apologize, bitch. Yeah, bitch, apologize. No. <laughs> I don't want to. No. I'm not, I'm not shitting on him. I'm being realistic. Oh, you, you were shitting on my dreams last week. Something fierce, man, with the yeah, network stuff. I'm sorry. At GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. Wow. Check out the German announce table on hashtag Raw London. Hashtag fantastisch. Yeah, there's some German. We haven't had German in a while. I know. You love the German. <laughs> you live there. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table. Wow, that crowd really didn't even let the Let's Go Cena chant get going. It was all Cena sucks, which was awesome. That's the and way it they, needs to be. And then they chanted the uh, Cena sucks to the song. <laughs> yes, you know? which I love that. Yeah. I love that. At A.H. Walker, at table show, Steph McMahon is such a bitch. Would love to bang, though. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> this is kind of yeah. what you were getting into. Yeah, like. Yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> we get a lot of a uh, lot of borderline <laughs> <Yeah>. rapey, <laughs> very rapish, very rapish tweets here. <laughs> but yes, I would very much like to bang though to him. At tight bomb table show, Summer Rae is back to tell Fandango that Layla is his mother who left him on the stamps of, uh, steps of a dance school as a baby. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> uh, I don't think Layla's that old. Mm. Definitely got a little bit of a MILF vibe going on these days. Yeah, but she's pretty. Mm-hmm. At Heavy Set 330, at Titan T-Mac, where am I at? Xbox, accept my friend request, fucker. Hashtag tweet the table. Whoops. Mm, have you been, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. The only thing I do on Xbox, and I'll tell anyone else. Yeah. I'm at, I'm, I don't know, is it at? That's not at. It's just the name. Is it? Fight Fan 40. Okay. Literally, this is the only thing I do. Yeah. I watch Netflix. Yep. I play NBA 2K. Okay. And occasionally I have a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm really not on it. Yeah, I don't really but game I will, online. But I will, I will accept it. I, the, I'm not an online gamer. But yeah, I will either. accept it. Hey, and you want to send me a message and talk shit? I like it. Yeah. Fight Fan 40. Hmm. Fight Fan 40. I had Rings. A, a friend of mine. Fight Fan 40. I had an email. Uh-huh. And his email was jodeci 21 at Yahoo or something like that or something, you know, Gmail or something. Or I don't know the exact number, but it, just throwing the number in. Right. But you remember Jodeci? Oh, yeah. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, man, I was in middle school, man. Shut yeah. up. And I was just like, that is fucking great. <laughs> just like, he's like, you didn't come up with, you right. didn't change? Like, yeah, get a new yeah. email. He's nope. like, no, fucking sweater. No. Right now it's, yep. Fight uh, fan 40. I'm a fight fan and my favorite number, 40. Why? Oh, yeah, you told me that. Mike Allstott, yeah. Sean Kemp. Yeah, because you have a fanboy love for... <laughs> Final tweet. Yeah, I, I like things. Sorry. <laughs> Final tweet. At Living Legend 148. So where was Raw from this week? I think I missed it. Hashtag tweet the table. Wait, we got one more. Oh. And it wasn't tweet the table. Okay. But it was a funny, interesting, left field comment that we got. Yes. From at fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At fucking yeah, show. At fucking and show. And they got like 10,000 followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm jealous. All right. I don't hate you guys as much as I wanted to. <laughs> Not quite NBC, but better than the round table. Yeah. You have permission to continue. Well, thanks. Well, thanks. Yeah. And fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. 10,000 followers. That's a lot. Yeah, no shit. I'm, I'm impressed and yeah. jealous. And I haven't heard NBC or the round table. So, uh. Well, NBC. Hmm. 
is the fucking network. Well, I don't think that's what he's. I think that's the name of their show. I thought. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Table, let us know. Yeah. And not, not really fucking. Or hit us up, table show at Gmail. And, right, and write us an email. Uh, but hey, really don't. If they have a you. successful show, maybe we'll interview them. Yeah. And maybe you we'll guys do a little could, cross promoting. Right. And you can see how real people do on the <laughs> oh, show. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go, well, go a little bit crazy. <laughs> we don't know anything. That's, but I don't this know isn't anything. the other Spanish announce right, table, yeah. okay? The other Spanish announce table can go eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. These guys, I, I know nothing about them, so I'm interested to learn more. But we're going to come back and we're going to do emails. My favorite part. Yes. But, hey, tweet the table. Let us know what you thought about the hype Gotti. I know I already said yes. that, but please. Yes. Yeah. That. The emails when we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Oh, and also it's on. A pregnant goldfish is called a twit. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, Captain Awesome, have you heard the freaking news? What news is that? We are on Stitcher Radio. I did hear that, dude. I love Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Yes, it is the best app for any type of radio that you want on your smartphone. I have it right now. It is on my home screen. Look right there as you can see it. It is amazing. Not only do you get us, you get the MMA Hour, which I'm into. There's over 20,000 shows to discover There on is Stitcher. so much to listen to on Stitcher, plus us, that it is the best app for your smartphone. You can listen anytime, anywhere. It's a free app. It's available on iOS, Android, Nook, iPad. It's in over 4 million car dashboards. It's on demand and on the go. And we're on it, and that's why you need to be listening to us on Stitcher Radio. Yeah, dude, there's no downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. It's streaming. It's the best. It is seriously the greatest app for your podcast needs. If you don't have Stitcher, you can download it free today. You can go to our website, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click on the Here Is On Stitcher advertisement that we have on there. It'll take you right to our show. You can download Stitcher, and you can start streaming the Spanish Announce Table right into your ear holes, just like that. It is the best app for your ass. By the way, go on there, click on there, go to our show page. If you rate us, that only helps us out too, man. Stitcher, it's a win-win. And you know we're the best, so give us the best rating. So go get it now, SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Baseball fans, want to keep up to date on all the exciting news of Major League Baseball? Tune in to Fielder's Choice and The Clubhouse, two exciting baseball podcasts on the Heavy Hitter Network. Each week, Fielder's Choice keeps you informed on baseball from around the league. And every weekend, The Clubhouse goes in-depth on one specific team. Fielder's Choice and The Clubhouse on the Heavy Hitter Network at www.nohitter.podbean.com. Also available on iTunes, Fielder's Choice, and The Clubhouse on the Heavy Hitter Network. There's a reason we're playing this music. Yes. You want to fill them in? ago today we are filming or filming this jesus we're recording this on tuesday it is <laughs> the 20th of may 20th of may yeah three years ago today macho man randy savage passed away that sucks yeah 
I, I, it seemed sooner than that to me. And you said it seemed further away. Yeah, it, uh, maybe just because I remember all of the press that it initially got, and it almost felt overwhelming. Yeah. That it feels so long ago, maybe. I don't know. But it does feel... It's like, one of those weird. that, like... And what a- It came out of nowhere as a, a car crash because he had a heart attack. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's horrible, yes? One of the best ever. Oh. Oh, of course. Yeah. And he played minor league baseball for the fucking Cardinals. Yeah. What a stud. So did my uncle. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With Macho Man? I don't know. Yeah, should ask him. I should ask him. Did you ever know a guy, uh, what was his real name? Something Poffo. Mm-hmm. Was it Randy? Mm-hmm. Randy Poffo? Who knows? Ah, rest in peace, Macho Man. I mean, we all gotta die, but goddamn, that's a horrible way to go. But you gotta die. Fuck him. <laughs> You're not dying? Nope. Fuck okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do some emails. Mm-hmm. You know who's first? Kata. Jeff. <laughs> Kata. Cataclysmic. Motherfucking Clismic. He says, he says, hey, yo, what's up, the awesome Titans? Yeah. Let's do this. So, Ring of Honor and New Japan presented their two joint shows over the last two weeks. Global Wars and War of the Worlds. It's now up on WatchWrestling.tv. If you love just plain ass, normal, everyday, no question about it, no WWE, no year, not named after a wrestler, not named after a manager, not named after a referee's pet goldfish, no young boys, jabronis, has been simple, ordinary, unembellished, unmistakable, crystal clear, as Frank, as Frankenstein, as blunt, as an atom bomb, one compound word, it's motherfucking goddamn sons of bitching, fuck, fuck, fucking wrestling. Then go check it out. Wait a minute. I'm gonna Can stop. anyone guess Hold where on. that was from? Hold on. I'm going to stop you there. Yeah. Two things. One, great reference. Two, great reading. Oh, you think? Very well done. I stumbled no. a little bit there. No, I would have just read it normal and just like, yeah, oh, this is big forever. <laughs> so, anyhow, he says, can anyone guess where that was from? No. No? No. You said great reference. Yeah. What was the reference to? I don't know. You know? No. Yes, you do. I don't. Fill me in. I'm not telling. Fuck you. <laughs> he says then, uh, yeah, you won't be disappointed. Also, speaking of watchwrestling.tv, there is a new Iron Sheik documentary that I also highly suggest. Sheiky baby. Go check it out, or I will break your back, make you humble, and fuck you up the ass, you dead dog shit baby cashew dick. Yeah, fuck you, Chris Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he hate Chris Bosch? Probably because of the Bosch flop that I always call. The one where, oh, like... God. He gets everyone, elbowed in the face, but didn't right. even <laughs> Everyone hates Chris Bosh. Do you realize that? Yeah. Well, like, look at him. He well, looks like a guy you wouldn't like. But, like, Little Wayne is banned from Miami Heat games, and he said it on con- uh, at a concert. He goes, and I fuck Chris Bosh's wife. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what Chris Bosh reminds me of? You ever watched? You ever seen the, because the, uh, I've got kids. You ever seen Monsters, Inc.? Nope. Never seen Monsters, Inc.? Mm-hmm. Anybody who's watching Monsters, Inc., the, the evil snake-like monster that they're going against. He looks like a goddamn giraffe to me. He looks exactly like that guy. All right. Haven't seen Raw yet. TNA was meh and bad influence is heading to ROH, so there's one positive. I'm going to fuck off for the week. Catch you jackasses next week. Kata fucking out. I'll say this about the New Japan and Ring of Honor. I didn't really care. I haven't got through all of each show, but I've kind of watched both at the same time. Global Wars, I wasn't really impressed with. It was kind of just like, here's the New Japan guys, and here's the Ring of Honor guys. But they didn't really do much together. Now, the other show, that was a good one. I 
understand what he's saying there. And I get some people like just the art of wrestling in the ring, and I do too. But I have to be in the mood to sit and watch a whole show of it. Well, I can and watch a goes, match. It goes back to the TNA thing that we were talking about with Sonata. Yeah. Hey, it's great. If I just want to sit down and I have, let's say, 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'm just YouTube great matches. And one of those comes up and I watch it. I go, well, son of a bitch. That was a good that match. Was good. Yeah. But if that's all you do, well, fuck, just replace anyone and get an athlete, mm-hmm. train them for two months. And there you go. You get... You know, you get guys that are just freak athletes. Yeah. Now, I love a great in-ring match, but it's so much better when there's a storyline and a reason for me to care about why I it's would going rather on. watch a great storyline with subpar wrestling than an amazing wrestling match with no story. Right, yeah. I get what you're saying. Mediocre. Give me mediocre wrestling with great storyline over mm-hmm. mediocre storyline. with. with I, I will take a... Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior match leading up to WrestleMania over a Dean Malenko versus Juventud Guerrero. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or like ROH versus WWE. <laughs> well, within reason. <laughs> within yeah, yeah. some reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's exceptions just... to both right. on both ends yeah. for sure. Cataclysmic, though, is fucking awesome. Cataclysmic, you're the best. Yeah, hey, always... and I love this fucking uh, group that we're in. Uh, you're in it, but the group mean, me. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah really, I'm, I just don't have the time. Yeah, you hate us. But well, I'm I hate in there. you. Yeah, <laughs> no. a lot of people do. I go in there occasionally Josh. when I when I know I have time. The problem is, the only time I ever have to get in there is it's like literally two or three minutes maybe. And what I don't want to do is start a conversation with somebody and then just be gone. Because mm-hmm. then people be like, "What the fuck, man?" You know. But it got me into those Ring of Honor shows. Cataclysmic yeah. was posting yeah. a lot about yeah. it, so thank you. Yeah, group me is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next emailer, your favorite first lady is back. Yes, Katie. The first, lady. the first lady. Well, Daniel Bryan is still champion, at least until maybe next week. And Shield versus Evolution is now a no-holds-barred ma- elimination match. Now that adds a little more intrigue. I'm pretty happy with some of the matches for payback and looking forward to what happens this summer in the world of wrestling. What do you guys think? Will we have a new champion? Any surprises? Do tell. As always, love to hear your thoughts. Much love. Also heard someone special and awesome recently had a birthday. I don't know who that could be. I don't know. Mine's in October. Hope it was a great day. Later, <laughs> Katie, the first lady. Uh, I I will speak for that person. It yeah. Was special and awesome. What did that person do for their birthday? Oh, it was a good day. Well, I went to work early in the morning. Uh, when I got done, though. You work on your birthday? Yeah. I've always taken that day off. Really? Yep. I, mean, I skipped school when I was in elementary and everything else. <laughs> nice. Fuck that. That's my day. Yeah, I um. Uh, I think I'm just so old to the point now where I'm like, man, if I get, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna be 75 if I'm working. I'm yeah. taking the day off. Um, what all did we do? Oh, I came home and you know got the presents and all that kind of jazz. What'd you get? I got um, I got some K State stuff. Right, shocker, <laughs> every shocker. Yeah, this guy yeah. with the K State. I got some of the basketball shorts. Uh huh. K State basketball shorts. I got some uh, K State those magnetic like logos for the back of your car. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got some of those mm-hmm. uh, and some other little random things here. Trinkets mm-hmm. in then and there, um, and handmade cards by the kiddos, of course. Aww. Yep. That's and then sweet. Um, what else? Do I we wish do? I could adopt a kid just for them to give me that homemade yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah. and then just throw them back to wherever they yeah. came from. What else did we do that day? I can't remember now. It's it's like we ended up going to the carnival with the kids. There was a carnival what? in town. Yep. Dragon your carnivals. Eyes? Yep. Did you hit the fucking thing that makes it go ding? No, I didn't uh, do that. No, we did a bunch of rides, though. Um, I always you know. like to, when I used to have a good arm, 
because I played baseball a lot. I always used to like to uh, guess how fast I could throw. Mm, right, yeah. And I would like sand, like you know, sandbag at the first two. Yeah. Like, what do you got? And I'm like boom, seventy eight. Like, what? Nice. Like, yeah. That was when I was twelve. Yeah. No, and other than that, I, I yeah, made a steak for dinner. Fuck yeah, you yeah, made a steak. Though. Yeah. Well, I mean, the wife made most of the dinner, and I grilled the oh, steak. Yeah, yeah, good. Grilled the steak. Yeah, yeah. Well, having a drink. Oh, what'd you drink? Yeah, I don't even remember. It was vodka and something. I think. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> no, than that. Uh, surprises for this summer? I don't know, man. Uh, I don't. Here's the thing. I think they'll drop the ball if they make Kane the champion, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. what does he do? I, I don't know. And who could, the, I mean, it's got to be up for grabs somehow. I think it would be cool if Kane was so super obsessed with Daniel Bryan that even though Daniel Bryan is hurt and injured, Kane still wants to hurt him. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like he's legitimately hurt. Yeah. And they do these home invasion angles where he's just like, like Daniel Bryan's like, look, man, I'm not the champ anymore either. Yeah, like, leave me alone. Want, leave me he's alone. like, no, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to rape gonna your wife. Die. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah. I think that would be cool for Kane, just to continue that. And then you're still getting Daniel Bryan on TV, right? Yeah. Um, You know, he could beat up people and say it's Daniel Bryan, that kind of thing. And that might be a little cheesy, but get what I'm saying? Uh, But the champ, I think this – are you looking? Are you get, listening? Yeah. I think this is where you make a big splash, you push him to the moon, and you figure out a way, tournament or something – Cesaro's your champ. You think, huh? With Paul Heyman, with Paul Heyman having the belt and not being, not to say he was overshined because he's never overshined, but to actually be the mouthpiece of the champion. Because Punk would always speak for himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Heyman was the yes. the accessory. Yes. But him being the mouthpiece with a champion that looks and has the pedigree of Cesaro, I think that would be cool. And it would be the heel, but it would still get us to be like, oh, he's cool. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, because here's the thing. They're not going to go back to Randy Orton. God, no. They're not going to do Cena. They might. Yeah, I don't think they will. They won't do Batista because he's going to be going to making some movies. Triple H? I don't think they'll go that route because of everything that's going on right now. He's probably busy. Yeah. Um, And who else is up there? Sheamus has got the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt. Takes the belt. Got the followers. Wow. Yeah. Roman Reigns? Breaks up the shield? Mm. I don't know. I think the coolest thing would be Heyman with a... Cesaro. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that idea. Well, let's move on. Katie, as always... Best. You're the best. Love to hear from you. You're the best. The best. Next email. Nothing's ever good. I'm back, Nothing's fuckers. Ever. Who's that? Ultimate M J. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! What is up, Captain Awesome and Bernie T Mac? I like that. It's your playa partner. Always got a dollar for you next week. Ultimate one here. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate one here. Checking with some good old fünf Fragen, weil ich kam und die Schmerzen hardcore zum Gerin bringen. Because I came to bring the pain hardcore to the brain. Oh, good reference. Mm-hmm. Number one, what are some of your match of the year candidates? Note, NXT counts. It's got to be Zane Cesaro 4 for me. Although the, the WLC was pretty good. I will honestly say the WLC is up there in <laughs> WLC's my WLC is up there. In my top The Shield something. Wyatts from uh, what what was that? Uh, SummerSlam? Oh, or, it wasn't SummerSlam. It was, or no, not SummerSlam. Jesus, don't. 
fucking. It was early in the year. Um, is it Rumble? Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. But I still think because it's for me, I don't know. I mean, like for me, it's easier for a three on three to do it because there's so many opportunities for bigger spots right. and they Very can true. rest up. Very true. A one on one always gets a nod for me if it's better. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. if it's comparable. So for me, and it, same thing with the WLC, it had all the extras. Sane Cesaro four on the NXT arrival was Sane, fucking amazing. Sane Cesaro four. Here, here's I'm just gonna give you a, a couple because, like I said, it's hard right now, and it's still early. I think mm-hmm. Sane Cesaro four, Daniel Bryan Triple H at Mania, uh, Evolution and Shield at was this good. last yes, at this last yes, pay per view. Yes, yes. And then the Wyatts and Shield. Hey, the Daniel Bryan Batista Randy Orton match was good too. At right? Mania. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot out there. They've been putting on good matches this year because you got good workers. Yeah. You know, it's something you haven't had in a while. Number two, do you think that fans who run into the ring deserve to get their ass kicked? I think you don't deserve to get your ass kicked just to continue to get beat, but whatever is necessary to secure you and get you the fuck out of there. If it takes you getting slammed around, well, that's your own fault. I think it's a good way because look, if you didn't get your ass kicked, more people People would do do it. it, Yeah. Cause it's what I'm saying is like, somebody's not just beating you down, throwing haymakers in the corner on you, but if they grab you, slam you down to the thing, give you an elbow to the back of the head to hold you down Mm -hmm. and make it look like it fucking hurt. Mm -hmm. Hey man, you fucking came in here. That was your fault. Yeah. I think they have to do something to where, it scares off yes. the drunk idiots who just want to have some liquid courage and jump in there. Yeah. But I don't agree with the let's keep kicking them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Number three, which world champion has made the most out of his long title reign? Well, you got to think Punk's up there. Kind of solidified him forever as in, until now that yeah. he's gone, but right. it made him no, completely you know, agree. unquestionable. Yeah. I think, I think Seamus. Made the so. most of it. Because really, he was always known, and he, you even said he brought this up, but he was always known, at least to me, as Triple H's workout partner. Hmm. You know? Meh. But when he had that good run with... Although he said he's not. Right, yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. But when he had that good run with that feud that he had with Big Show, yeah. and he really said, you know what, I could do this. His characters always sucked, but him as a worker... Very good. Yeah. Spot and up. the problem here is there hadn't been very many long title reigns mm-hmm. to but go his, off of. his felt yeah. like it was pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Number four, do you think WWE should bring back the cruiserweight title? Nope. No. Nope. Too many fucking titles as it is. Yeah. And it's just, you know, Dan the Cannon says this on the allwrestling.com. We can review a lot, but he makes a point out of it. Uh, makes a good point from it. WWE has made gone to great lengths to blur the line, to make it seem like there isn't a line. Like, Normally in life, we know Rey Mysterio is not going to fucking beat the big show. Mm-hmm. But in wrestling, we think it's entirely possible. Yep. But when you get the Cruiserweight title, you're pigeonholed into that. Yeah, you're going, all right, you're too small. No small guy. Daniel Bryan would be the Cruiserweight champion right now. Forever. And it would just be stuck there. Yeah, he would yep. be the second match of every He'd be getting the Chris Jericho treatment from WCW. Yep. So, yeah, I think no. Number five. Do you think the WWE stock price fall is a cause for concern? Something we addressed in the news. I don't know if it's necessarily a cause for concern if they turn it around. It seems like it's kind of stabilizing, still low, and it'll take some time to grow it back up. Here's what I want to know. You answer that question. Yeah. Write us back, and you answer that. Yeah, because that. I think you already heard. it's a cause for concern that there's a lot of eyes on them now, and they're being investigated, and the board's going to go out. Now, who knows? I mean, I don't see the board the first time this has happened. Who's on the board? I don't know. Because this is what I think of when I hear the board. 
Yeah. I think, and maybe I'm completely wrong, I think it's two or three suits who can know how to be a financial officer, and then I think it's Dusty Rhodes, Michael Hayes, and fucking just bullshit old wrestlers that are Vince's yeah. friends. Is George Barrios on it, the finance guy? Right, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. probably him, two other schmucks, and then it's all wrestlers. Yeah, wouldn't, so it wouldn't the, be, I don't know. Right, so who the fuck is it? Yeah. As always, I don't need to tell you guys to keep doing what you're doing because you're going to keep doing it till the motherfucking wheels fall off. Yeah. P.S. I would have sent a dollar, but the local 7-Eleven has your dollar. Where's that 7-Eleven yeah, at? Which it's logo? A- Our logo 7-Eleven? There's yeah. a shit ton of them right now. Yeah, yeah. I'll go to that 7-Eleven right now. Tell them give me a fucking dollar. Oh, my Reese's Pieces. MJR, man. Fundfragen. Yeah. Fundfragen. Good. I'm, bit, saying the, I'm saying the German now. Fundfragen. Fragen. Oh, hey, uh, Rob Schamberger is going to be on the show next week. Yes. And he wants to do uh, the German announce table. He wants table. it to be the German announce table. We'll make yes. one uh, for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make one segment the German announce table. Got and he name. says Katie will be with him. Not, yes. Not Katie the First Lady, but no. his First Lady, Katie. His First Lady. <laughs> Which is great. I love when they come in the studio. They're, yep. It's a great time. It's always, always. Great. We sit here for like an hour after the interview, too, and have a blast. We sit like, yeah, for an hour before and then an hour afterward. <laughs> yeah, we, just, we do like a 10-minute interview and then like three hours of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Let's get it. out of here late. Yeah, it's great. It's 2 in the Please. morning. Well, it was cool. Final email of the evening from G-B-L. What's up, Cappy and T. Mackey? On PGBL. Checking in with a few questions for Woo! the best. For the best goddamn motherfucking podcast named the Spanish Announce Table, fuck yeah. Come on. And fuck you all, impersonators. Yeah. Yeah. Where you at, bitches? Getting the fuck to the fucking point of these son of a bitch questions, fuck yeah. Fucking question fucking one. (laughs) With the amount of talent not signed to WWE or TNA right now, Global Force Wrestling could have an extremely packed roster. If you had to pick three wrestlers who are not in the WWE or TNA, who would you recruit? You want to hear what he says? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. says, I'd chase the likes of AJ Styles, Chris Sabin, Hernandez, Shelton Benjamin, and John Morrison. I definitely think you got to pick up AJ Styles because he's a big name. And he's still a good wrestler. Uh, John Morrison, definitely. No. For his look. I don't I, if you pushed him right, you can make something out of John yeah, Morrison. Yeah, maybe. Hernandez, no. Never. Just no personality whatsoever. Same thing with Shelton Benjamin. I mean, you got great in-ring talent there. Shelton Benjamin could be Kofi. Yeah. He was Kofi. And Chris Saban, I'd pick him up because he does have the personality. You could do some of what TNA was trying to do at the end there. Well, here's what I would do. I'd bring in the machine guns. That's what I was going to say. You bring in the machine guns as my one. AJ as my two. Ooh. I was going to say. What about Phil Brooks? No. Ooh. No. Ooh. Phil Brooks. No. Fuck yeah, America Championship Wrestling. No. Who, by the way, I think they really are trying to be global forces. So they're in Canada doing a tryout, and they're involving Scott Demore, which, mm-hmm. hey, man, trying to think Scott Demore puts out some talent. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a third. Who would I want? Who would I want? I would try to pick up the uh, the bad influence. Ha! I'm going to shock you because I don't think he's under contract. Hmm. So my three would be Machine Guns, AJ, Jericho. Fuck yeah! Jericho Jericho. Ain't, Jericho ain't under contract. He could be your fucking face. Ha! I win. 
Sting. <laughs> he's under contract. <laughs> he's not. He is. No, he's not. Word out now that he still hasn't completely signed. He's still he's... not. <laughs> Fucking number two. Laugh out loud at number two, i.e. shit or poop. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> there was a story about CM Punk's friend, Natalie, who wrote a blog about her famous friend who people mm. should leave alone. She's referring to Punk. <laughs> so, a ass-fucking two-part question. <laughs> Not like that, Kata. Don't get excited. <laughs> Fucking A. Do you agree or disagree with fans still wanting photos, etc. with CM Punk, or should they give it up? <laughs> Fucking B, would it have been better for Punk to explain why he's leaving and then leave? B, yes. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think we discussed that earlier. Was that off air between us? No, we talked about this last week. Remember how I talked about this? Well, I know we were in the other studio, in the B studio, just talking about like... Oh, well, we were talking about... Yeah. We were talking about that on the air, or was it after... No, it was off air. Yeah. Yeah, you you fulfill your contract, you give a good push to someone else who could be your friend, go, hey, look, I'm fucking tired of this. But you know my friend Cesaro, who I like and I wore yeah. a shirt of one time? Let's put him over. Let's put him over. Yep. All right. Yeah. The agree or disagree. If I see him out and he's hanging out and he seems like he's in a good mood, I might be like, hey, Phil Brooks, nice to meet you, man. I loved your work. Hey, can we? Would you say Phil Brooks? I don't know what I'd say. <laughs> I don't know what I'd say. Back. I probably wouldn't address him by a name. you say, hey, man. Hey, man, I love your work. Right, yeah. like, hey, can we snap a photo? Yeah. You know, something like that. If the I, I would feel somebody out just like I would with any famous right. person. Right, yeah. Yeah, you got to treat with, him like a normal person. Or with and any if he, person, yeah. If he's eating, yeah. you know, or if he's filing his marriage license with it. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. an AJ, I'm not going to be like, see him, see him, see him. You know what I would try to do? Hmm. And it would depend on my mood. Because as you can tell, I'm very schizophrenic. Yeah. I would I try. Yeah. I would saying. do. This is what I would do. This, this would be perfect. Because I think he would like this. And I think it would be funny. Because I did this uh, to John Jones. Do you know who John Jones is? Uh-huh. UFC light yep. heavyweight champion. I think it would be funny is if you walked up to CM Punk and AJ and you go, Punk, excuse me, can you take a picture of me and AJ? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be the best. I could only imagine what he'd say. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> that's what I did with John Jones. Well, I, I should say that's what I was going to do. We, we were, he had a line to like meet him and we didn't get up there in time, but me and my Ozone, me and Ozone, yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. go. John Jones, hey man, can you take a picture of us? Yeah, and we're gonna have him take a picture of us. <laughs> well, GBL Whoa. says, "Fuck CM Punk, that fucking asshole, Whoa. fuck face." Katie, I'm sorry, not fucking sorry. Here, okay, here's where we need to. This is where we need to draw the line, wrestling fans, GBL, all mm-hmm. of us. Uh-huh. Because I told you this. Yeah. I like CM Punk. CM Punk is my favorite pro wrestler today. Yeah. Assuming he's active. Right. Phil Brooks. Is a dickhole. Is a douche. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just like Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah. yeah. So for me, Hulk Hogan is amazing. The number one thing I love in pro wrestling as far as characters. Right. If as soon as I say I like Hulk Hogan, you go. Oh, he buries people. That's Terry Bollea. Yeah. I don't fucking care yes. about Terry Bollea. This is the problem we run into with John Cena is that right. he shares the same fucking name. Right, yeah. I think John Cena, the person, is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, but on-screen John that, Cena. Yeah, there's yeah. a fucking whale's penis. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fucking question three. There is talk of a few WWE contracts coming up in the summer. Del Rio, to name one. Of the current roster, who do you think they won't resign or resign? Del Rio. 
Del Rio. He says, I could see Del Rio leaving, maybe Rey Mysterio, but not sure who else. I heard Mysterio signed a ambassador kind of right. deal. So I think he's around to stay for a little bit, but you won't see him a whole lot. But yeah, Del Rio definitely. He makes a million. Do you um, know that? Yeah, I found an article with like list of the top ten guys, and he's on there. He makes yeah. over a million. His merchandising is a motherfucker, right? And I get the Mexico thing, but look, who's the fucking guy in NXT that you like? The Mexican guy, the uh, Camacho. Yeah, he's Del Rio. Yeah, get what I'm saying? Yeah, that that yeah. that wheel keeps spinning. Yeah. Now Mysterio made a huge dent in it, and he made a, yeah. like his own thing. Oh, are we talking about Del Rio makes a million? Yeah, or he Myster- makes a million. Oh, I thought you were talking about Mysterio. No, no, no. Del Rio makes a million. What the fuck? Right. That's what I'm saying. And he does huge in Mexico. They probably had to give him that because, well, the thing is he was huge in Mexico. So right. they brought him up thinking it would transfer over yeah. to Mexicans here. Uh-huh. But the there's fuck? a split. I mean, I'm sorry. I, now, I know there is a large contingent of Mexicans in America that came from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Actively, actually came from Mexico. But there's also a large amount of Mexicans in America that have never set foot in Mexico and don't really know anything about it. So they don't have that same crossover effect of, oh, here comes, what was he, Dos Mascaras, Mil Mascaras, whichever one he Mil was. Mascaras, yeah. yeah. They don't fucking know. Right. Who care either. So, you know, it's just WWE not putting in there. <laughs> Stick the black guys together. Right. Yeah, let's do that. Thanks as always for the fucking fantastic podcastery. You guys do a goddamn excellent job each week and I fucking love it. Thanks. And a final un-PGBL thought. Yes. Whether you believe you can. Or believe you can't. You are right, motherfuckers. Later, fuckers. Jeeves. P.S. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I love unpgbl, man. It's the best. The dude is awesome. That <laughs> dude. I just he puts a smile on my face at the end of every show, man. Every show puts a love smile it. on my face as well. I love it. So this has been a good show. Hype Gotti. Hype Gotti. Check him out. Follow him on Twitter. Tweet the table. Tell us what you thought. Do all that shit. Do all of it. Do all that shit. Come on. Also, hit us up. Tableshow at gmail.com with some emails or at Tableshow on Twitter. And God damn it, guys. Send us a fucking dollar. Look, yes. <laughs> yes. We, we always ask you for a dollar. And I do. Yeah. But I'm being fucking serious here. Yeah. Let us know what you think about this whole WWE situation. Maybe yes. I'm making too much of a deal. No, but... It's, it could be potentially... It could be a huge deal. Game-changing big. Yeah. So let it us know. It could change the face of wrestling. I just want to know your two cents. If it went down the right rabbit hole. I just want to know your two cents. Let us know. If we're getting these 5,000 downloads and shit, give us some fucking feedback. And and the people who are, you're amazing. But also, give us some feedback to tableshowgmail.com on what you would like to see on a new and improved and revamped SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Come on, God Trying to it. find ways to keep people actively coming to the website right. for purposes. I was thinking setting up a blog. Yeah. Setting up some kind of membership thing somehow. Come on. A Tweet the Table on there so yeah. you can see the Tweet the Tables. Come on. Uh, a picks game, yeah. maybe. Something. Yeah, Hit us up I, with any ideas yeah. you have. So I can stop just kicking uh, Captain <laughs> Awesome's ass. I can kick your ass now, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. I'm going to kick all your kick asses. Your ass. I'm going to kick all your asses. Yeah, okay. See, bass. So, <laughs> I know it. I know it. I know you hate it. Calm all right. Man. All right. Check us out next week. It'll be 44. Yes. 44. God damn. Getting close to that year. Man. All right, let's We're do it. old. We're old. The Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... Leo Fender, the inventor of Fender guitars, never knew how to play the guitar. 
ChainingTopicsNetwork.com, bitches! Hell yeah.